What up, nerds? Uh, this is For the Love of the Pod, a show about sports, crime, sex, controversy, uh, but mostly sports. Uh, I am your uh, hortative host, Thomas May, and I've got Aaron Mason, Brian Owen, and Nathaniel Erickson. What's going on, guys? Not much. You said a hortative host last week. Did I really? Yeah. Damn it. Can I redo it? No. I thought I said t- Texas T-Boy. Oh, you did. You said Horde host the other. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. one that we'd never released. But no, yeah, I check them off. I have a list. <laughs> you have a running list. Yeah, it's like eight of them. The How many of them are the ones I've heard? Vain thing I've ever heard. None of them. Good. Why did you think yours was bad? No, I want like publishing rights for that. Their trademark. Got it. Okay. So I was on my way here today, and uh, I came up to the light uh, coming off of George Bush on Marsh, and there's always. Um, there's always a, a homeless man there, and I never carry cash, so I can't, or like bags of chips or something, or a bottle of the wall. I don't know what you give homeless people, but those kinds of things. Yeah. Wow. And so You're I, so disconnected <laughs> with your big IRA. IRA. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, um, I'm the third car from the light, right? And uh, the light turns green, we start moving, and the car right in front of me stops, and then hands them something it looks like probably something paper like money or something and then has a conversation and for two seconds i was pissed off and i'm wondering does that make me a bad person yes 100 percent. yes like without a doubt for two seconds i was a little annoyed i was like it's a green light i said that out loud that's why you're a bad person yeah, a not bad only person. because you didn't take the time out of your day to stop and talk to that homeless person but you were mad that somebody else took the time out of their day and it inconvenienced I was you just, yeah yeah, I just wanted to make the light. So you're like double bad for that. I just wanted to make the light. That was all it was. Yeah, I'm That's sure. more important than a life. I'm yeah. sure the homeless person would love to make a light too if he had a car. <laughs> if he had a car. He may live in his car. You don't know that. That's true. He might, all right. not, might not live in anything. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about today, actually. Um, oh, we're done with the homeless conversation? Please, let's move on. You told me that. <laughs> <laughs> you told me I was a bad person. That's what I was looking for. So um, you're looking. For you were looking for us to call you a bad person. <laughs> no, just looking, to verify. I was like, looking wait. to see if I was a bad person or not a bad person, and I thought that I was probably going to be told that I was a bad person. And so we just affirmed right. him in his preconceived notion. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. I guess so. It's been affirmed. We're all Words of affirmation. Thomas is. Yeah. Thomas is. Uh, anyway, very nice guy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we have a lot to talk about today, mostly football. Um, Brian, you had uh, you had a list of of games to look, and you were scrolling on your phone. That's great. You were pulling up your notes. Awesome, and take the floor. Well, why don't we talk about first what we're doing? Oh, okay. rather than just well, so have him jump into something. All four of us had uh, different assignments for different games to watch and take notes over. Um. And then, uh, so we're going to talk about week one football games. Oh, we, it was week one. It was week one, guys. Yeah, yeah oh. football's back. It felt we're like preseason, but it was games week one. That we saw over the weekend. Some stadiums have people in them, some don't. Wait, it's great. I think it was just Jaguars, right? Broncos. Oh, oh Broncos no, had like Broncos let, let family and friends. Yeah, in, like a very limited they're amount of like people. A, it's like a soft opening because they're going to have like uh, seven thousand fans. They're going to like let seven thousand fans in a few weeks. Do you all wonder how much those tickets cost? It has to be a Enormous. higher price. Yeah, yeah, it has to be, I mean, outrageous. Um, With your IRA money, though. Can you stop bringing up my IRA? Your finances? You want to talk about my 401k? Cause Wh- that took when a did you join the IRA? Um, well, actually, it's <laughs> funny. I wonder what, the IRA, what an IRA is. Uh, my ancestors actually were part of the based IRA. Based on oh. 
That's how I came over to this country. My family was uh, on the run from the Irish or from Scotland Yard. Yeah. Interesting. So my ancestors are criminals. Yeah, most people have ancestors mm-hmm. that are criminals. Huh. Okay, I felt special for like two seconds. Technically, they're they're uh, their lineages too. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to just like bite my tongue here because, yeah. yeah. Oh, rude. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying. Guess it runs in rude. the family. <laughs> um. So uh, we we also have some other talk topics. So I think Nathaniel's gonna talk about golf for some reason. Uh, Brian's gonna talk about because hockey. It's Yay. a major. And then Aaron's gonna talk about college football. I'm actually really excited about that because I didn't watch any college football over the weekend. Um. Cool. So, Brian, what you got? Uh, what, are the, what are the games you had? Uh, I had Raiders versus Panthers, Bears versus Lions, and Cowboys versus Rams. Great. Uh, wanted to start it off with the noon game, so Raiders versus Panthers. Uh, I think this was a major statement for Josh Jacobs, proving that he's not a one-year wonder. Uh, he really had himself an awesome game. Uh, Derek Carr looked impressive at points. Uh, definitely was Definitely showed some improvements. Uh, you've got to question how much that is against Carolina's D being as young as it is yeah. and still a lot to learn. But he also had some gun-shy moments and just poor accuracy at times, which still gives you that, like, worry a little bit. Um, Raiders have a lot of work on special teams. Like, that was a major problem throughout this whole entire game. Uh, they were given up. Big punt returns and big kickoff returns. They did have themselves a good uh, kickoff return at one point, but having that coverage just lacking so much is definitely a concern. Do we see that as a theme throughout the games, that special teams was an issue? Yeah. Yeah. Because they get the least – I mean, that's where you try out a ton of different people in preseason. But it was more of last year Raiders had an issue with special teams. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Renfro had a 27-yarder return on that punt for the long. Oh, it was a punt, okay. Yeah, for the long. Yeah, but I mean, so they had one positive uh, play on special teams, but they gave up a lot of gashing yards from uh, just kickoffs and punts. Uh, Panthers, I feel like, are a young team with flashes of brilliance, but they have a long way to go. I mean, no one's really shocked by that. Their whole entire defense is pretty much rookies. Like, it, it was weird because um, we were watching it on um, Red Zone. It was just weird seeing um, somebody else in a uh, playing quarterback for the Panthers. It was just really fucking weird to me. I don't know why. Mr. Teddy. Because Spe- you've been watching Speaking of for, for the last several years. Ten years. Yeah. Speaking of, I think their offense is going to be good this year. I really do. I, I agree. Like, I mean, yeah. And Teddy looked good. Probably he the did. best offensive player in the league. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I mean, but last year they didn't look good on offense. That was one of their big problems is once Cam went down, they struggled. Yeah. And They Teddy had moments. They had stretches where they looked good. Kyle Allen, a few I weeks, know. like actually looked good. He but did. Teddy Bridge, was like, Bridgewater spread the ball pretty good, too. I mean, it wasn't he, just dipped off on McCaffrey. He had Anderson with six receptions, Moore with four, Samuel with five. So, I mean, Thomas with two, and then two other guys he, with single receptions. I mean, he, he spread the rock around pretty good. Yeah. He also attempted the most deep balls. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Teddy of, Bridgewater of the league, of the league so oh, far. Wow. Yeah. Like, Do you, Bonnie Jones, have that pulled hmm. up? Like what his long was on that? No. On the, okay. Uh, I don't have that pulled up, but I just remember reading that. That was not the case awesome. in New Orleans. No, it was not. I can't recall um, uh, Minnesota, but it certainly wasn't the case in New Orleans. Oh, the 
one major thing. The Minnesota Green Bay game, there was tons of long balls. Yeah. No, 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 no. I meant when he played for Minnesota. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. I thought you were talking about the game. No, I was talking about Teddy. I thought you were talking about the One thing New that Orleans. I kind of do want to talk about this game is uh, towards the end of the game, uh, Panthers are driving. They are down four points, I believe. Uh, and they took the ball out of McCaffrey's hands on a fourth down and inches, and they gave it to a fullback, which I think is – Yeah, that was really bad. For as good of a game Matt Rule coached, that was a big mistake. That was a huge mistake. You never take the ball out of your best player's hands. Like, McCaffrey got you to this point because they were running the ball a lot in a two-minute offense, and he was pushing pushing through and all that. And to give it to a fullback at that point just seems like a big odd. mistake. But I also like look at it as a new coach trying to be too cute kind of like just trying to make a play where there isn't one whenever you have a team that you're not you're not going to have this many opportunities with this team currently so you've got to cash in on those opportunities when you have them it's weird that running a football with a with a fullback now is like considered too cute when like 10 years ago on a third and one you know that was conventional and now we're like okay they're trying to get cute with it with a fullback who probably touches the ball once every like probably 50 snaps well and also i mean you have mccaffrey who is literally Built like a freaking rock. So, yeah. yeah, give him the rock. Yeah. Um, that's going to be something that I feel like as they're coming along, he's going to, he should learn from this lesson. Matt Rule seems like a very intelligent person. So they'll learn from that. And I don't think that's going to be a problem in the future. It's just how many more opportunities will you have like that this year? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Going on to my Super ne- <laughs> going on to my next game is uh, Bears versus Lions, and uh, I think the major talking point there is another season and another year of Matt Patricia's specialty defense, uh, failing at failing at the big moment and costing the team a win. It was major. It was out a lot of talk before the season that they were going to be good, and I bought it. I know. I know. I feel like an idiot. I mean, it, it's, it's still week one. I know it's still week one, care. but the Bears. you had Mitch Trubisky, who for the first three quarters looked awful. I mean, he did not look like a good quarterback at all. You Watching that game, I thought after half, are they going to go to Nick Foles? They did not, and Mitch Trubisky ended up having a game-winning drive. Really good, but not actually. Like, he looked bad in it. Like, these passes were not accurate. These passes were not good. This was more on his receivers and the running backs getting them there. I mean, he did go 20 for 36 with 242 and three touchdowns. So is that mostly – I you know, I, I watched Red Zone, and I, I'm i not sure. Is that mostly like last half of the third quarter and fourth yes. quarter? Okay. And – well, not the misses, but those catch or those completions yeah. are really on the receivers. There's yeah. so many times like one-handed catches way over their head. They could have got more yards. Or, you know, picking it up almost off the ground. Like, Mitch Trubisky looked like what he looked like last year. Consistently inconsistent. Or inconsistent. Yeah, I would say... Missing wide-open receivers. That's what yeah. he's known for. Constantly. Yeah, and it, it's... it's. You look at that offense, and especially the way that the offense was driving, like, and yet again, they're going against a Lions defense. It's probably not as good as everybody liked to hype it up to be. Um You feel like there's a lot to be accomplished there, and if they just had a middling quarterback, they would be a serious contender. 
like our middling moderator. moderator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he would do good. So how short of how short of a leash do you think Trubisky has right now before they decide to go with? I think Foles who four games. Yeah, I would say about that. So if they go if they go if they go two and two and they if they go two and two they win the next like. I don't know. It would be two or two. I think I think they'd lose the next three. I think it's Foles. But if if they go two and two, I think they might. It depends on that team yeah. too. It really does. Yeah, just like what's the sequence of wins and losses, and but, then yeah. at what? Yeah, I mean you're also and looking what, at two. in what way do they lose? Yeah, you know? true, true. So selfishly, you said the Bears' defense wasn't that good. Uh, it was okay. Uh, Stafford coming in looked rusty, but I mean he got it turned on real quick. Um, Adrian Peterson was a surprise. Uh, the Bears' defense kind of was fitting more into that bend don't break. It huh. seemed like early, like yeah, there was some touchdowns, but it didn't seem like a lot. Um, as opposed to, you know, two years ago where they were breaking you. Like, it wasn't been don't break. It was I'm going to break you. Uh, yeah, their defense didn't look as great, but it didn't look horrible. It really didn't. Because the Giants play the next week. That's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. Oofs. I don't need oofs. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky goes 2-0. and Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, you heard it here, folks. Can I hear it? He <laughs> lives to see another day. <laughs> kind of hard to. Bench him then. <laughs> All right, what's, what's next? Um, Cowboys first. Well, before I get to Cowboys-Rams, I wanted to mention the fact that I think looking back at this game, you could be seeing two coaches that are not coaching. Fired, yeah. Yeah, fired midseason with both Matt Nagy and uh, Matt Patricia. Like, Oh, okay, sorry. What? I thought no, I I thought you were going into the Cowboys game. I was like, you think Sean McVay and and, uh, <laughs> and Mike McCarthy uh, one year in, like yeah. halfway through the season gone? Oh yeah, definitely. Brian's hot take. Yeah, <laughs> nope, nope. Mike McCarthy fired after okay. four weeks yeah, on the job, less than a year. Jerry Jones, new coach. Oh fuck! Don't even make that oh, joke. Oh my god, please. No, I know I that's his that. wet dream to be the first general manager, oh, owner, and head man. coach of a football team. I need that in my life. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Okay, so going into the last game I had, which was Cowboys versus Rams, uh, just because I need to get it out of the way, what a bad officiating call to end the game. Yes, I know the refs missed an Alden Smith uh, hit to the head on that interception. A few other missed, a uh, few other missed calls with delay game and all that, but. When the chips are on the table like that, you can't make a ticky-tacky call like that. You just can't. You shouldn't be determining the games. Like, at this point, if I'm a cornerback in the league watching this, what's my dissentive from selling those kind of push-offs? Football's going to turn into the NBA. And you're going to have a lot of flopping, and you're going to have a lot of calls that Dude, I was about go to say in that the direction. Same thing. It's yep. just like the NBA. He, he's established precedent for that shit to occur exactly. on a regular basis, unless they tighten down on it real quick. Yeah, I, I hope that I hope that the uh, the officiating crew and office take a look at that and make a very like decisive decision on like okay what are we gonna, what's the leeway and what are we going to allow to like occur in these like certain circumstances before they and you brought up when we were watching or who when we were watching that game that no uh, p- uh you know uh, penalties can no longer be reviewed yeah um, yeah i didn't even realize that yeah, yeah. I, had, I had no idea that that was pulled so well, i mean it's because last year like ref sunk it like things that were still questionable that it could have been better than 50 50 they still came out every time and said, nope, we made the right call on the field. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's. It's not, it should be, I mean, I get that it's still like technically like a uh, independent third party, but it's still a like, I'm pretty sure it's still the same like office as like 
the league. And, I mean, the refs are – The refs have the ultimate call. Exactly. The ones that are on the field have the ultimate call. So, if going off to uh, New York City and they're sitting there saying, yeah, I think this wasn't as bad as you think. We should reverse it. They can still say, eh, I disagree with oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, that's no, I think the so, NBA has an independent party in, in New York that reviews yeah. things. NFL and they can't, doesn't. That's how – uh, Yeah, so, and, but the NBA does, and I think that's great. Yeah. When they go review things, like they can't that's turn around and MLB say no. That's how MLB is too, yeah. Huh, okay. It's like they make the decision and <clears> – <throat> In Chelsea, and uh, that that that's the decision. Yeah, you know? it, it, it needs to be like above reproach, as close to unbiased as it can get. And yeah, I, yeah I, I think they've done a pretty good job at the I NBA agree, and MLB. And I think even Thomas can agree that the Cowboys should have won that game. My hot I'm take. not even going to say necessarily win. Just like it may would have made a good game. Like whether they would have got a touchdown or tied it, can't say whether they would win. It keeps the game good. If Gallup and, had made that catch, though, we would have been in field goal position. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It 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 keeps the game interesting. Like um, honestly, I felt like that game was fairly stale. Like uh, oh, yeah. it was a bunch of running. Um, not a big as many big plays as everybody was expecting, but. That bit that was the big play of the game, and it was taken away, and that's just mind-boggling to me, especially on a Sunday night football. Uh, to actual analysis, um, I think Rams came in with a game plan focused on fast passes to the flat or finding gaps in the Cowboys' D- zone D, and they executed that to a T. Like uh, we never really got to Goff until later in the game, and we they came in with a game plan and they executed that game plan. Um, they also had a manhandling O-line for running. Like, uh, I really think our D-line was gashed constantly for just six, seven yards minimum every time they lined up. Um, and I mean, just really credit to the Rams for coming out with a game plan and executing said game plan. Like that was one of the big question marks for the Rams this year is can they continue to execute a game plan or can they continue to have Sean McVay's game plan not get blown up because of Jared Goff and they did that um let's see here the Dallas offense was schizophrenic at times I really think they don't know what they're doing yet whether it's going to be I'm going to run or I'm going to pass or am I going to pass short um it was it's honestly the same offense it was honestly super it was so bland I was all all today I was watching condensed games and I was watching like bad teams and I was watching their like just creative plays and i was like even last night watching uh like drew lock just uh actually watching both sides of that game like how much like pre-snap motion there was how much uh like design how many design plays there were and i'm like i didn't i don't think i saw one like play that i could go and look at at the cowboys where like there was some pre-snap motion but it was all like super line up and hit them yeah yeah it was all super like Okay, they're gonna do a fake uh, jet sweep here, and like it was all you could see right away what they were gonna do. Like I could sit there and be like, "It felt like it, preseason." It did. It, it was, really did. Like, it did. It felt like preseason, and like I really think our game planning or the Cowboys' game planning was bland. It was bland, and that's why I'm not really taking too much like note of this right now because I'm like, "What does this look like in week three? If it still looks like this in week three, I'm concerned. But week one, I'm not." Yeah, I think you can say that about just about um, all of the the teams. Like, you know, um, I'm not sure who has this one, but the the New Orleans, Tampa Bay. I, I don't know if I want to take too much stock in that. I think we'll see probably a better offense from you know Tampa uh, later on in the season. 
Well, yeah, and that just says AGL. But, uh, yeah. I mean, sort of wrapping up everything, I would say um, Rams need to continue on with what they're doing, just great game plans and executing said game plans. Um, Cowboys really have to work on their zone. Like, uh, their zone responsibility was horrible in this game. There was gaps galore. There was whole areas of the field that were just wide open to just be exploited. And even when they got to them, it's – just like last year, like miss tackle after miss tackle after miss tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're playing it like they think that if they miss it, that somebody else is going to come right behind them and take care of what they yeah. missed instead of taking care of their own zone. They're and not hard hitting. They're, they're not. They're, they're not, not aggressive. They're just like, oh, up. I have my own little area, and like, you know, if I saw, if I miss it, oh, this guy's going to come and bail me out. And it showed last the other night. No, that's yeah, it's penetrable. <laughs> yeah, it very much is. I think we had a better defense last year, and everybody knew that, but we are relying on. The same, like like you're talking about, the someone else is going to come and make this tackle. We don't have that talent like we had last year, or we have people that are still learning the game because they're younger. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing for Dallas is getting healthy. Like you have LVE Jarwin, both of those out for extended time and or for the season. Jarwin's out for the season. Yeah, ACL tear out for six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks, but he's and also that's a broken made collarbone too. Yeah. So I mean, like, who's going to say that he's going to be able to Not come even. out off the bat and be able to play every down with a broken collar? Coming exactly. out with a broken collarbone, broken yeah. collarbone with a bad neck, with a bad neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean Lee two point easiest bone to re-break collarbone. I mean, Robo. Um, Not true. A wishbone. <laughs> Do humans have wishbones? Is that a stupid question? No, I don't think so. Isn't that like your butt bone? No. What's that's that? A tailbone. Tailbone. No. That's not a wishbone? No, a wishbone's yeah. like a it like Oh, it it's like it's floats your abs? The, I think it's like at the bottom of your ribs, but it like I don't mm. think humans have them. It's like a floating thing that like animals have. Cool. Um great TV show by the way. Wishbone. <laughs> good dog. Yeah, he's a good dog. He's a good boy. Uh so I had uh ho- I'll start with Hawks versus Hey, Falcons. Uh, great job, Brian. Thank you for the, your oh my wonderful analysis. <laughs> yeah, Brian. And, Appreciate uh, the conversation, as we, man. As we transition Salute. to Thomas. <laughs> this is your uh nartling <laughs> narderator. Doing what Thomas should Nard. be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to seamlessly go between games. Well, it was definitely seamless. <laughs> I thought it was. You disrupted it. Anyway, uh I had Hawks Hawks versus Falcons bird game. I love bird games. Um, I was really only able to watch the highlights, to be honest, um, because we don't have an All-22 subscription. So, from uh, said highlights, Todd Gurley had a couple of big runs on the first drive. By highlights, do you mean, are you talking about like the cadence games? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess we all did kind of the same thing. Um, so, anyway, um, Todd Gurley had a couple of big runs on the first drive. Uh, <laughs> offensive line looked like they opened up things. um he had a touchdown later in the game, but other than that, was kind of a ghost in this game. Um, you know, uh, how much is that due to them chasing? Chasing? Like they the Seahawks went, down, went up fast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he had to. He had to air it out. Matt Ryan had to air it out later on in the game. And um, he definitely did in that game. Um, Fifty yards. But yeah, so the uh, the Falcons had four rushers, including a wide receiver. Uh, Calvin Ridley run for a whopping seventy three yards. So who's yes. uh, who's Calvin Ridley? Uh, Calvin Ridley is a uh, wide receiver. He plays for the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, he uh, was no. drafted, um, I think, in the first round out of Alabama. I believe never, that's never one of those players that I said was going to break out this year. Yeah, I think, bro, he broke out last year. I mean, no, he yeah, did. he was great last year too. Yeah, I think not that first, I know who he I is. Said he's I said he's going to be better on my team. 
think he's gonna uh, have better stats. I think I had him on my go. team last year. I think so. Well, I definitely don't I love have him Well, no, I didn't because you drafted him anyway. Um, <laughs> it's hard to read over the mic now. Yeah, you move it to the right. How about this? Is this good? Yeah, if you want to hunt your back more. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Just you know, uh, continue my posture. <laughs> got a prayer bowl coming out yeah. here soon. <laughs> like, do some. Uh, but we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Russell Wilson, of course, uh, who did Russell Wilson type shit, uh, throwing four touchdowns, one of which was to Greg Olson. Did y'all know that Greg Olson still plays? Yeah, yeah. I knew he was with him. I had no idea. I He's thought he was like on the. I call like I'm a commentator for half the season, play like three games, yes. and then yes, I knew that he was uh, supposed. I thought he was already doing that though. But yeah, once anyway. a ring. Yeah, I think when he got hey, hurt, he was out of call, curiosity with Russell Wilson. Uh, uh-huh. I know that at least one of his incompletions was a DK drop. Yes. What about the other three? Were they throwaways, uh, bad passes? He or had one that was a throwaway to Bro, the... I don't have all 22 yeah. subscription. I he said had, that. He had one that he threw like into the stands. Okay, like, so uh, at least yeah. one throwaway. I'm, I'm, I'm just curious. Young Way Koo. You guys know him? Young Ho. Young Ho. Oh, dude, I swear I heard somebody say Young Ho. No, it's, it's Young Way. It's oh. Young Way, but it, everybody, it's a meme. Like, everybody calls him Young Ho. Why is he a Ho? Because it's spelt that way. Oh. So he's a Ho for show. All right, great. <laughs> uh, he had a couple of nice field goals, not going to lie. Uh, but he's, just, he's a good kicker. Like, it's a meme, but, like, he's a actually good. He was, like, really good with the uh, Chargers when. He used to kick for them. I believe in this game today, he also had the first successful onside kick yeah. of the year. He had yes, like he three did. last year or something like that. Like he's a, he's a really good onside kicker. I had that in my notes. Oh, you did? I did. Was it actually three or was it more or uh, less? No, uh, I don't know. Uh, he had a couple of field goals. Nice field goals is what oh, I said. Okay. Um, Real great in-depth <laughs> analysis the there, Thomas. <laughs> anyway, the Seahawks look really good. I had, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, I think the Falcons are going to be really great this year too. Like it. Yeah, it's tough to beat though. Yeah, they should yeah. have uh, hang their head on that. Yeah, that was, uh, for sure. Uh, cards versus Niners it was a pretty great game. Um, what was the final score on the on the uh, Falcons? Bro, I don't know. Oh Aaron, it was uh, Falcons versus Seahawks. Seahawks were up thirty-eight twenty-five with the dub. Thanks, okay. Aaron. I love you. Um, so moving on, Cardinals versus 49ers. Uh Great game. What was the score on that one? Cardinals versus 49ers. Cardinals uh, were 24 20 cards. Dope. Got at least one participant. So it was right. it was 13 to 10. Uh Yeah, I think Brian and I both had Cardinals. cards win last year or last week. Um I think I, I did too. You did too? I think yeah. so. I thought it was going to be more of a runaway by the Cardinals, but yeah, I, I think, I think we all win. agree we thought the Cardinals were going to we're going to take that one. Yeah. I see them taking the division, frankly. Not with Seahawks. Yeah, I disagree we'll with see. that wholeheartedly, but wild we'll card see. for sure. Uh, anyway, um, so it, it was thirteen to ten for the entire third quarter, and it seemed okay. like a, a defensive game where they were trading, you know, third down sacks. And then when it mattered, uh, Kyler just ran around, made magic happen. Uh, ended up with ninety-one yards on thirteen running attempts with a touchdown late in the game at the ten thirty mark uh, of the fourth. Uh, San Francisco answers quickly in less than two minutes, and then uh, Kenyon Drake touchdown uh, top to cap another great Kyler Murray drive, basically to win it. Uh, and they left five minutes left for uh, Jimmy G to do something, and he doesn't. It hmm. was just like the Super Bowl. Weird. 
It was just like it. Um, to be fair, in his defense, he had no yeah. receivers. <laughs> to be fair to San Francisco, they kind of got robbed on what I thought yeah. was a, a bullshit no call on Patrick Peterson in the back of the end zone, where he's he's basically just staring down the receiver, backs to the ball, doesn't get his head around, just flaps his arm, um, and literally falls onto the receiver, knocking him down before the ball ever gets to him. And the ref should have thrown a flag. But Anthony Hitchens no. in 2016. If only there was a way that you could challenge whether there was a pass interference yeah. or not dude that's a great fucking idea yeah we i should, wonder what happened to that we should bring it with an impartial like a uh, judicator yeah exactly hey so you you said that uh with arizona right now or not arizona sorry um with the 49ers not really having strong receiving core did you hear about how Allen robinson for the bears today went and deactivated yes. everything so what, yeah. like what do you think the probability is that that's the 49ers go out and might try and you know make some amends to get Allen robinson i don't think so now i think they're well they just signed muhammad sunu today okay and oh, shit, i mean he's not really? yeah could that be a potential one-two punch though if they can somehow get Allen robinson and get, get chicago to trade or they're only expecting debo to be out for uh i think like three or four weeks okay this is a recurring injury for debo though right it is but they said it was a minor one so they just stuck him on ir because the ir rules this year are three weeks yeah so they uh just went ahead and did that and then they're expecting him to be back they didn't think it was like a, a serious thing otherwise yeah i would i would absolutely think they they might do that but i mean it is a contract it is a his last year so i don't know what it would take probably not more than like a I don't know third, third or fourth. I like, mean, the tipper tantrums. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he's actually really not like. Dude, he's good. Chicago is actually treating him really shitty. Yeah. No, I, I'm just saying, like he, he justifiably so, but you know, like when you make a statement like that and you go and unfollow stuff, yeah. and you're, you know, I mean, I think that's yeah, actually the same thing. That's a pretty I big think statement. That's a, I think that's a more yeah. mature way to handle it than to be like super outspoken, like, and just put everybody on blast. I think that's more of him being just like frustrated with the team. I don't see it as like a. Uh, a, a temper tantrum or anything like that, but the report was it was because of the contract talks. Yeah, exactly. They keep they kept I mean, offering him like way below market value for like NFL wide receivers, especially of his caliber, because like he'd be he'd okay. be a one on any team. Any team. That's not a, doesn't have like they got to keep that money for. Trubisky. Doesn't have DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins. What's that? That was my segue to DeAndre Hopkins, who had an incredible first oh, yeah. game as a Cardinal. Amazing game. One hundred and fifty-one yards. And a career high fourteen receptions. Is yeah, it, is anybody surprised? I don't I'm know. not. Yeah, no one's surprised. Not even yeah. slightest. Because a lot of them. I mean, I think it was honestly perfect. Like he's obviously like down the field threat, but most of his catches were within ten yards. They were like slants. They were uh, little dump offs, and then he just like his his yard after catch. I don't know what it was. I don't know if you have that or not. But from what I was watching, like. He was making tons of crazy moves. He was yep. making uh, he had one tremendous play. Yeah, where he got like I don't know, thirty yards off of like a dumb pass. Yeah, yeah. But he looked amazing, and honestly, like I'm happy for him because I he obviously wasn't happy in Houston, but you know. Yikes. You know. Um, okay, so next game, <laughs> Giants versus Steelers. What was the score on that one? Final score. So a Giants <sighs> fan here. I don't remember. 26-16 Steelers. 26-16 Steelers. What was the score? Did, did the 26 s- to 16 Steelers. Did the Steelers win? The Steelers won, I think. I, I think, yeah. I, I, if I'm reading that correctly, so, it's 26 to 16 Steelers. Um, hey, Giants fan here. Um, hi. Sorry, Thomas. I apologize for Hello. being okay. so rude. Hi. Nice to, nice to meet you guys. Um, this team sucks, bro. Like, 
This I team, told you that. this team sucks. I will <laughs> no, say, no, I don't think they suck defense. that much. Yeah, that's a really good team they played. I, I didn't think say, they played in that the defense, badly. I was kind of surprised last night. I don't know about you guys. That, and, I bet I want to say like uh, outside of Thomas, just because I got two other Cowboys fans here. I was kind of surprised by some of the play calling outside of them deciding to continue to try and run Saquon up the middle. Uh, I thought there was actually some pretty creative plays, and I thought they made it a lot of. Uh, I, first of all, I, I was I was giving you shit last week. I didn't I didn't watch it. Was it like, was it like RPO and stuff, or can you give me an idea? Uh, of kind no, of, it yeah. was like the very first play. I remember they had set up just like a, a single back running play, and then they immediately adjust to a shotgun um, uh, with Daniel Jones uh, by himself. Yeah, with five wide and uh, Saquon on the slot, and I was I like the. <laughs> My hairs on the back of my neck just like when I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, what's going on?" This looks nothing like. But the Slayton, Slayton, and Shepard balled out as much as they could. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think. Hold on, let, let me get I, to it real quick. Though. Okay. So, um, actually, was yeah, like you said, I wasn't disappointed by the play calling. To be honest, the the one thing though, and this is, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, for watching Cowboys games, Garrett might as well yelled to the Steelers, "Hey, we're gonna run it." Yeah, no, that's, I was telling uh, Aaron earlier, I was like, I was like, did anybody tell uh, Garrett that he doesn't have Zeke on his team anymore and that he can do a lot more like, uh, yeah, with the best, probably the best pass catching back in the league. Yeah, or second. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And when we did, so the run blocking, I think <clears throat> was the major issue for the Giants. Uh, to be fair, it's like kind of a tough team to, um, you know, run the ball against. I mean, they're just a really good team. I think it's, it's, they sold out the run the entire game. Yeah, that, that that's they doubled down on that. I think. But he, here's the one thing. Uh, again, Giants fan. Hi. Um, <laughs> the only thing we care about really this season is that Daniel Jones gets better. And yeah, he had that one scramble that was fucking awful, where he's getting he's getting he's in the red zone and he's getting chased down by I think T.J. Watt and just like fumble passes it into um, I think it was Hayward into his hands. Yeah. It's just like fucking brutal. But here's the thing that you like to see from Daniel Jones that I saw from just about every other quarterback um, that played on Sunday and Monday. They miss open receivers. Daniel Jones did not do that. I was no, about to actually no. say that. From what accurate, I watched, accurate every single throw was accurate. From what I watched, obviously not that much because of the Stars game, but uh, Daniel Jones actually looked good, except for I think about two boneheaded interceptions. Um, no, no, no. With he, as much pressure as he was getting, his, like, yeah. I think his he did a really good job. His first interception was just an incredible play by T.J. Watt where he just got um, outsmarted, frankly. that You you look at the camera angle from the quarterback, and you're like, oh, yeah, that looks it, wide open. It, and then T.J. Watt comes out of nowhere, basically hiding behind the right tackle. He's like, oh, nope, this is mine. Thomas, it, it might not be the two interceptions. I just remember two boneheaded plays. There yeah. was um, – The other one was a, Bud Dupree. fumble, yeah. Bud Dupree – Slap hit his arm pretty much. Yeah, as, I think that was the one in the red zone. But the he other reception, yeah, poised under pressure yeah. a majority of the time. Like he actually looked good. He did, yeah. Yeah, and it was uh, like last night. I was thinking about it, and I was like, "This is the one time I might consider calling him Danny Dimes because he was he like oh, especially the throws to Slayton, dude. Yeah. Like he was slinging the ball. Slayton needs and to be constantly on that offense. Like he, yeah, they connect. I told really you guys well. this last week. He's going to be the, he's the number one receiver. So, Two, I, he has uh, read real quick. I read something today that was I think since like week 7. Oh, that was week 5. I was about to say the week exact five, same ten thing. Touchdowns, 10 touchdowns is most the most of the, yeah, yeah, most yeah. of the league. Yes. So that was the game he started. Was yeah. week 5. Um that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. 
Um, touchdowns isn't everything, but it's certainly uh, important to score in uh, football. If I'm uh, not, unless you got a kicker like Goskowski, <laughs> Young Ho, <laughs> uh, Ingram, uh, fucking awful. I mean, just awful. He had like, I don't. So those were some of the those were some of the passes that I would consider like I I was. You know, me, obviously, like, I was watching Ingram like a hawk for uh, very selfish reasons. Um, In that my opponent that's sitting across from me, my Hornet of Host, had him uh, (laughs) against me in fantasy. And uh, to me, like, they were all, like, um, it didn't seem like Ingram was the intended target. He was always, like, uh, almost always, like... um, Daniel's, Daniel, yeah, yeah, Daniel's like option, uh, yeah. him reading the coverage and realizing yeah. he's not going to get it to his receivers and he needs to find a way to make a play happen. And so they were kind of, I think those were some of the sloppy throws. And he always had like a linebacker right on him. I was to, about like, to actually yeah. ask that. Like, yeah. they clearly game play. I really think the Steelers linebacker core is really good. So do you, you're going to have tight end struggle against that. It, yeah. 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 Uh, Bud Dupree and TJ Watt were just fucking monster mm-hmm. you're fantastic but i i really think i you know i'm giants fans so i was just talking about the giants the whole time but i big ben was dude he's back he yeah was no he awesome. was really bad the first half he, really really bad. bad he was he was uh, he was good the first drive i'll say he was good the first drive and then it looked really bad for a while out of curiosity how much of how much of this is the giants just being bad on d they looked actually they looked pretty good the first half and then they got gassed um, they, I, we couldn't hold on to the ball. We couldn't run yeah. the ball. We couldn't chew clocks. They just got gassed at the end. They actually weren't that bad. They, I think, like, and I think, uh, I will say this. What I noticed was, I think, uh, at least in the first half, they were bringing a lot of pressure. Yeah, and Did a good job. he, I mean, he, you could tell he had hadn't played for, yeah, like in three hundred and sixty-four days, you know, and so uh, it was apparent longer than that. No, three. It, they oh, like, said last night, three hundred three hundred sixty four days. Oh was, shit! Okay, I guess the day it to, today would have been when he got injured. But um, yeah, so he had uh, three touchdowns, two hundred twenty nine yards, no picks, and uh, the thirty eight year old quarterback even had a first down run, which was fucking weird to watch. It was like slow motion <laughs> shit, dude. It was how, real weird to watch. How big of a concern for the Steelers is uh, James Conner being injured? Oh, dude, he looked awful. Yeah, Gosh. he didn't. Benny Snell and Bellamy yeah, Snell looked so he looked good. Great. Um, Connor got like he had as bad of a rushing game as Saquon did. Um, uh, one thing uh, he had some fucking uh, Big Ben had some weird thing um, on his arm. I don't know what the fuck that was on it. When, it's on the, it was one on of those. Uh, it's one of it's like what pitchers use to keep their arms warm oh. during. Uh, it was weird when they yeah. It's because well so John, man. yeah exactly he so uses his elbow a lot. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, he had Tommy's on, Tommy John surgery, Just and that's not pictures. really like very. It's not very common in in football, but it happens to almost every single pitcher in baseball, and that's a pretty good uh, remedy. Like after Tommy's on surgery, is you're constantly anytime you're pitching, you're constantly having to keep your arm warm with some kind of device huh. uh, in between innings. Interesting. So uh, they were talking about it quite a bit on the actual broadcast that his trainers are having him do that. Anytime he's on the sideline, pretty much. Okay. Um, Denver versus uh, Tennessee. Uh, if you like defense, which I do, awesome fucking game. Yeah. Uh, all the stars on offense had pretty great games. Tannehill had a pair of touchdowns. 
Henry, his um, his yards per attempt weren't great, but he had 100 yards rushing, 130 yards total. Uh, we're seeing Noah Fant emerge, which no one should be surprised by. Uh, Drew Locke, I thought he wasn't uh, always pretty. Um, made some just incredible throws in this game, specifically the Mahomes-esque touchdown just across his body, going out of bounds um, to Fant, which I mentioned before. Um, but that somehow wasn't uh, the story of this game. <laughs> In no, fact, Melvin fucking Gordon. This shouldn't have been close at all if it wasn't oh. for future Hall of Fame kicker missing three field goals and an extra point. Yeah, uh, that would have put the Titans up. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, ten points. I think That's he went points. from uh, third most accurate to eighth most accurate <laughs> in one game. Yes, <laughs> that's insane. Um, it was good. Uh, I I was I seriously <clears throat> felt so bad for him after that third missed kick and after the after the missed PAT, but then I was kind of uh, I mean I, I couldn't tell if if who's the who's the Titans coach Rabel Rabel okay Ray-Bel. I couldn't tell if it was just terrible clock management on his part or if he was just like I'm gonna like we're just gonna go with a kick here at the end. And just let him get his confidence back, or this is going to be kind of like a do or die situation for him being on this team. Well, but, if it wasn't for it dropping the end zone by AJ Brown, yeah, that was a little bit of an overthrow. It was, but he, he yeah. yeah, it's definitely something that's catchable. But it was a little bit of an it overthrow. It was a jump and toes out. Should have, I think he kind of had have lofted day, it though. a little bit. He dropped. He hit a couple that hit him Dude, in the hands. He and just had an awful day. Just it was, yeah. wasn't. He like didn't he look knew. like himself at all. It was almost like he knew I needed a big game from him to beat Nathaniel. Same. And he did not to beat Nathaniel. I didn't get it. Because I hit the wires and I Venmoed him like 50 bucks to say, Bro, hey, my buddy game. T-Boy over here has you on his fantasy league, so how about you fuck it up for blow us? Blow it. Yeah. yeah, $50 to an NFL player, that's definitely a lot. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> hey. He was like, this is the difference He's in like, this cool, week. I'll buy my son lunch from Albernay's. A.K.A. <laughs> 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 yeah. Wingstop. Uh, cool. I uh, that's it I, for me. I um, do you want to say though? Like, yeah, I yeah. Think it is. I think Henry. I don't think Henry looked good, but I was. I was honestly surprised to hear he got 100 yards. I thought Melvin Gordon looked really good. Oh yeah, he did. He played pretty I, well. And yeah. Lindsey's out now. Yeah, Lindsey's out. But I think like I was kind of concerned to see how uh, Melvin Gordon would look, and I thought he looked awesome. And also, despite a couple of drop passes, Jerry Judy looked awesome. He didn't have that big of a game. But- he didn't, but no. he the the ones he did catch, he like yeah, he had two he made, really bad drops, yeah, and then the two that he did catch, I I think he did he only catch two. Oh, I think there was, it was a th- three. Okay, yeah, there was one three in, for fifty four. There was a third at the um with like, it was like the last you know eight second drive that Drew Locke had because I'm I'm honestly so, so surprised that Denver never used any of their timeouts either to like try and stop the clock but it's almost like these guys have never played madden before yeah, well, fucking I don't, idiots. don't think they have fucking and idiots thomas out of curiosity yes, since sir. you had three second year quarterbacks in your games and all that I did and we just went over that mm-hmm. uh i know it's week one do you have any change in that top three no you think kyler murray's still the best then drew lock then daniel jones you know i think i um I need to see more from Drew Locke, but um, he, he, in terms of talent, he's better than Daniel Jones at this point. I agree. I agree. I just, I thought Daniel Jones had an exceptional game, actually, so that's why I was asking. Well, 
he still has problems keeping the ball. And Drew Locke had problems downfield. Yeah, yeah. He had a, he had one just shot that was like wide open that he missed. But he he overthrew the guy. Always good. Always better than underthrowing the guy. I mean, Jamarcus Russell overthrew <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> Touche. Um, okay, so Nathaniel, uh, what did you have this week? Uh, I had four games. I had. Uh, I'm going to get the two out of the way that I think are probably the least interesting to talk about, which is the the first one. I'd say is the Jets Bills. Um, <laughs> I mean, those are two really great games. Uh, really good teams. Um, the Bills are a really great team, but. <laughs> no, the game went about as expected. Uh, Jets fell behind super early, um, and they no, <laughs> no way. They the didn't. Jets? Even, yeah, they didn't even get on the scoreboard in the first half. Wait, uh, what? Really? <laughs> no, they really oh did. Yeah. Uh, I think the only two attempts that they had, I, they had one attempt to get on. I think it was uh, a missed field goal. Um, but you know they came back right after with the you know. Uh, a field goal in the second half and then or two touchdowns and field goal in the second half but the Bills just kind of like kept r- running the ball keeping time of possession uh, you know I was about to say from what I watched of that game it, it felt like it was garbage time stats that they were getting it was for the most part so Allen actually Allen had a great game despite turning the ball over twice he was 33 for 46 312 yards passing and 57 yards of rushing um but honestly, that the Bills' offensive line looked phenomenal. Like they gave him so much time to throw, so much time to like just make decisions. And honestly, uh, the best part of that was it gave the chance to. I thought Stefan Diggs was immediately going to start looking amazing, but it just really opened up an opportunity for John Brown to. I was about to say, I think Stefan Diggs, despite not being a lot on the stat book, uh, that was he opened up the offense a lot just yeah. by being there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think I, I had it here somewhere, but um, it does. It's not important. But I think I think Stefan and John Brown combined for like close to two hundred yards uh, on receiving. Yeah. Yeah. Stefan Diggs had eight receptions for eighty-six yards, and then you said yeah, Brown so they had, they had, had six for seventy. One hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty combined. Um, but yeah, John Brown was targeted one more. He had one more target than Stefan, but. Honestly, they didn't run the ball as much as I thought they were going to. Um, as run heavy as as uh, thirty two yards Buffalo's. that came to live, thirty two. Uh, I had them at ninety eight. I have for, for rushing. Yeah, fifty seven, fifty seven for Josh Allen, thirty for Devin Singletary, and eleven. I'm so for, sorry. I'm looking at the number of carries, not yards. Oh, yeah, okay. ninety eight. Thirty two <laughs> carries for ninety eight. My bad. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, but no, I mean, I think Allen had a great game. Um, not much to talk about there, other than. You know, um, Darnold had moments where he looked good, but ultimately, like, Buffalo kind of, they they made it a point to rush as much as possible, or to, uh, to blitz, like, a ton, and kind of uh, put tons of pressure on him. So he made a ton of boneheaded throws, a um, couple of interceptions, and... Uh, then I think in the second or I think in the third quarter, Le'Veon Bill fucked up his hamstring again, and after that, I mean they kind of I think they got one more touchdown and a field goal, but it was just kind of a a non-inspiring game, kind of boring game, other than watching 
I think it says it all when your when your punter has six punts for two hundred and seventy eight yards right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, go yeah, in line exactly. with what you just said. That's exactly. not good. Six. I mean, for his stats, I guess, but for the team, that's not any <laughs> he's putting on a tape, good dude. indication sure he's of how their forward progress is exactly. going. MVP tape. of the Jets. <laughs> Hello, Hawaii. Let's go Pro Bowl. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, Jets uh, Jets followed the Bills seventeen twenty seven. My other uh, less than interesting game, interesting in points, but is the Browns Baltimore game. Browns uh, six, Baltimore thirty eight. Yeah. Are we hitting the panic button on the Browns? Yes. Uh, every Week year. One. Every yeah, year. Yeah, you should. They looked awful. So, it's uh, one thing if you look okay. I, I realize it's the it's it's the Ravens. I understand that, but it's. Dude, you gotta play them twice. You gotta be competitive. Like, come on. Yeah. So, briefly put, Lamar continues to be a stud. Baker continues to be a dud. Yeah. Good. Uh, He's a piece of shit yeah. anyway. Cleveland scored just one touchdown at the end of the first quarter. Um, they State absolutely Farm demolished. Funny, yeah. They absolutely got progressive. Demolished. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Lamar had a great game though. Uh, Twenty for twenty-five. Obviously, didn't have to throw the ball a ton. I mean, he never has to, but, you know, 275 yards, uh, only 45 rushing. And, honestly, they didn't rush a ton either, like, surprisingly. Uh, but I think the for the uh, – for Baltimore, like, rushing-wise, like, J.K. Dobbins looks awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Ingram did not He's, look good. Uh, he looked slow to me. Did he – how many touches do you need? He, he only had – so he only had uh, – he only had seven carries, 22 yards. But he was – like he pretty much – no, Dobbins. Oh, shit. He was pretty much only used in the red zone. So, huh. to me, like it's, it kind of seems like they're not wanting Lamar to do too much red zone running anymore. Probably obviously. smart. Yeah, absolutely. So, he kind of fills that role. Obviously, Ingram did quite a bit last year. But Dobbins looks a lot more explosive and can cut a ton more than Ingram can at this age. Um Receivers looked great. Hollywood, five receptions for 101. About what you expect, you know. Yeah. Not a whole lot, not a ton of receptions, but he's gonna go down the field. Andrews, five fifty-eight, two touchdowns. You know, uh, on the other side of the field. <laughs> what are you guys expecting? Uh, Baker's completion and uh, his percentage, his, his completion and attempts. He's under fifty percent. Does he have Does he have more Hulu commercials made than he does completions in this game, or? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many Hulu commercials. Yeah, there's a few. It, the Saquon one. It's not. Yeah. It's not completely horrible. It's just at about fifty percent. Twenty-one to thirty-nine. Ah, where it's like somebody else's body. Pass for one eighty-nine. That one's funny. One eighty-nine. One eighty-nine. Okay. One touchdown. One interception. Jeez. How many sacks? Two. Two. Okay. Uh. Yeah, but I I don't think it was a hundred percent his fault. Like he made contact with Landry. How long were we gonna be doing this? It wasn't a hundred percent his fault. It really no, wasn't. no, no. So I will say this: okay, I, like I could only because I. So I watched that, that condensed game probably like three or four times just because I wanted to see like the actual completions he made. So Landry and like Najoku, who I forgot was even on the team anymore, like they were awesome. Like they were uh, going up for every ball because obviously Baker wasn't making accurate throws. Okay, but Odell was targeted <laughs> ten times, made three receptions. <laughs> He the amount of routes that he gave up on. Talking about routes. And, yeah, talking about routes <laughs> and dropped balls that were right at his hands that he just straight up dropped was ridiculous. And to me, like you're calling yourself like one of the best game. You're whining. That uh, you're, his contract 
alone. Dude. I'm concerned that he's just mentally checked out, to be I, quite frank, I, man. Like, but honestly, like, what team, if, if you're, if this is the second team that you're mentally checked out on, and you're always complaining that you're not, like, put in a position, like, he was begging to be traded. No, I know. And I, I, I think I don't it's know some sort of systemic thing within his own head, and he's just he's just so infatuated with himself that he's lost all sense of reality, and this is just what but to expect out of him Patriots from being here on out. checked out week one is not good. He's going to the Patriots. That's what I'm saying. The only thing he enjoyed about that game was being shit on by Marcus Peters. <laughs> <laughs> the entire game. Uh, yeah, uh, I will say the only thing the Browns did right was their rushing. Chubb and Hunt actually had pretty good, pretty good uh, success on that. Hundred combined, obviously, uh, one hundred thirty-two yards and twenty-three carries. Hey, Nathaniel Wilson six, yard they per had six points. No, I know, but that happened really quickly. So, like, they stopped. Ru- they stopped rushing. Like, if they could, oh, I see what you're they saying. stopped oh, rushing right. pretty quickly. And Baker, I mean, pretty much the entire second half, they were going for it on fourth down every single time. And they only put up six points. Yeah, Jesus, it was Christ, really bad. Dude. No, but I mean, you can't blame it on the running backs when you're not. I don't think they they had barely any carries in this. They had 23 carries in the entire game between the two of them, like. I want to look at the Browns more. Um, I don't know how much an all twenty-two subscription costs, but I might buy it because I. I just want to see where the problems are. What is the problem here? Tax write off. I think they have problems in like all three phases. Oh man, that's such a Jason Garrett thing to me to say, but. I mean, that's how football games are won right now. All three phases. No, but if you listen to every post game of Jason Garrett, it's always. Well, we're going to continue to be dedicated in all three phases of the game, and right, we're going to yeah, look yeah. forward, and we're not going to worry about this week. And very, you should worry about last week, very bitch. Very robotic. Con- what are you going to do uh, response, to fix next week? Oh, we're just going to play harder. What are you going to do look, to fix this? We're just going to play harder. We're going to look forward, and we're going to commit to all three phases of the game. And We've got some dedicated guys here. They're real football men, real high caliber, have high high expectations for these guys. Some integrity guys. We're just going to play harder. <laughs> That's all right, good. my uh, other two games. Uh, I'm going to say the last one. I think this is the most interesting, but this one is a pretty interesting game too. Washington, Philadelphia, Washington, 27, the Phil- Washington, Washington, the Washington football teams, uh, Washington, 27, Philadelphia, 17. Uh, obviously Eagles off got to, got off to a hot start. They went up 17 to zero. Um, and they lost that game. Huh? Weird. It's in a scratch. Sorry. No, I was scrubbing my shoe. Um, uh-huh. yeah, the, at the beginning of Washington's last drive of the first half, uh, it was I think three minutes left in the in the second half. Can you guys guess what uh, Philadelphia's win probability was? Oh, eighty three percent. I'm going to uh, go higher than that because it was seventeen zero at that point, I believe. So no, 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 no. ninety six percent ah, win probability. Was close. <laughs> they had three minutes left in the in the half, and Washington scores heading into the locker room. Uh, Dude, they come back and they score twenty unanswered points. Okay, so what was in the second half? Um, what was uh, who were, who were the key factors in, in Washington's front seven? Hundred percent. No, 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 no. uh, the scoring by Washington. I know that they're oh, uh, I mean, honestly, Haskins kind of spread the ball around. Terry, damn Terry damn had a. I, I can. God damn. It. Why? Because I don't want them to be good. I mean, honestly, dude, like. Sorry, I just don't. No, a lot of it was. A lot of it was. A lot down. of it was uh, field position stuff. Okay. Like Wentz threw, Wentz flew through two picks uh, that ended up back like the thirty yard, like Washington's 
Philadelphia is 30. And they capitalized, yeah. And so they had like, and that's why it was surprising to me when I was like, I had to go back and watch the condensed game several times too. Because obviously you watch it in Red Zone, but you miss so much. And I was like looking at, you know, Haskin threw for 178 yards. They rushed for 80 yards. So like I'm like, where are they getting? Yeah, how are they able to score from? 27? And like it was a bunch of like picks that were down close to the red zone. Barber capitalized on. So yeah. I guess what you're saying is that the Washington Washingtons didn't necessarily win the game. The Eagles lost the game. No, I, the defense. The Their defense, defense for the Washington. Up. These are all tur- okay. Eight. They oh, sacked. Picks. They sacked Wentz eight times. Oof. If God, you get pressure, if you get times. pressure on Wentz, he folds. Oh, God, he folds suck. hard. Goddard, Goddard was the only good-looking player outside of... Oh, you think he's cute? No. Oh, okay. He's got a stupid name. Uh, Dallas? You think that's Goddard a- had eight receptions, that's 101 yards, and Jalen Rager had, like, one long pass, and that's it. Oh, a really good-looking long, long pass, but... Um, I'm pull up Dallas Goddard and see what he looks like. He also had a dropped long pass. Yeah, he did. No, it was actually... It was a catch fumble. Oh, my bad. Well, I mean, it got turned over. That was part of it. They had. Uh, He's kind of cute. He's got weird eyebrows. He actually looks like uh, Joe Kim Noah. Yeah. So went through went through twenty four forty seven two hundred seventy yards two TDs two interceptions eight sacks. He had two fumbles one lost fumble. Jalen Rager had one fumble. No, didn't lose it, but yeah. So I mean, they just turned the ball over a ton. Uh, I mean. Yeah, Washington's front seven looks really good. Honestly, their whole defense looks really good. Yeah. And it was surprised me, but I'm not surprised. Well, especially with a coach like Ron Rivera specializes. Yeah, in, for I mean, sure. just having that guy probably changes the momentum within the defensive locker room. For sure. But yeah, so it was an interesting game. I think Washington's going to be actually more interesting to watch this year than Philadelphia. But, and honestly, Haskins did not, like, he was slinging the ball around too. And he, he Thomas, you're not going to like to hear this. No, I'm not. He was mobile. He was moving around quite a bit. He yeah, was, they had him on some running plays. I saw that. Uh, let me see real quick. He had, two, he had seven, two 17, rushes for 17 yards. Yeah. yeah. A long of 19. Yeah. I guess he had one that went negative two or something. But Yeah. No, 17, he had 17 carries for 17 yards. Yeah. Uh, were they Haskins? designed yeah. runs or were they just scrambles? Uh, one was the 14-1 yard. The 19-yard one was a designed run. But Okay. A lot of them, the we'll other ones are probably all scrambles. But no, when he was slinging the ball to like Terry and Sims, it, I mean, we could call, start calling cool. him Dwayne, Di- Dwayne Dimes. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Dimes. Let's never do that again. Okay. All right. My last game. Great. Can't wait. Very interesting game. Green Bay, 42. Minnesota, 34. Dude. The resurgence Aaron of Aaron Rodgers. Dude, he's, he's pissed. He's pissed off. He's pissed off. They drafted a quarterback, and he's pissed off. 32 of 44, 364 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, it stayed close for up until the t- like the two-minute warning. It was 8-7 Green Bay, and then Green Bay scores two touchdowns in two minutes. I think Kirk uh, threw a pick. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, so they went into the locker room. So, honestly, they went in the locker room up 22-7. to uh, um, Kirk didn't look bad either. Honestly, like, the whole – both offenses looked really good. 
it's just and this is going to come down to I'll, I'll get to this at the end of why because it took me I was again looking at the stats trying to figure out like how both offenses looked almost identical outside of just touchdowns they had like very similar yardages they had very similar rushes rushings all that um so it was really weird to me uh yeah obviously rogers had a great line uh Devontae adams 14 14 uh catches for 156 yards two touchdowns we knew Devontae like was going to be good, but yeah. I mean, you have MBS and um, MBS. Lazard both had a decent game. Yeah, they uh, they had uh, eight receptions for 150 yards. Both had a touchdown. They both looked. Lazard looked just as good as he did towards the end of last year, and so it's nice to see that they're kind of spreading the ball around still. I mean, but I think 14. <laughs> 14 uh, receptions for Devontae Adams is ridiculous. A lot of people are talking about um, basically Tom Brady or Bill Belichick, but not enough people are talking about Aaron Rodgers or Mike McCarthy. Matt LaFleur? Oh, I know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One point for Aaron Rodgers. I was going to say, but they kind of hated each is other, it? but at the same time, I guess kind of. I'm talking shit. Tom and, Tom and uh, Bill kind of started to hate each other at the end, too. Yeah, I don't, blame, I don't think Bill, Bill Belichick cares. Nah, he's going <laughs> to Cincinnati. <laughs> like I always say, fuck them kids. Um, um, but anyway. Any other notable notables? Yes. So, I mean, um, I'm not going to go too much in the rushings because they, you know, they threw Aaron Jones. Aaron jo- no, I mean, they rushed quite a bit, but it was primarily a throwing game. Um, Cousins, 25, uh, 19 to 25, 259 two touchdowns and an interception. So what I was trying to figure out was why this game was so like one-sided with the green Bay when like both offenses looked awesome and it, I had to Google it. I was just finally like, okay, it's gotta be time to time of possession. <laughs> I want you guys to guess what the time of possession was for, for each team. team? We're talking about 60 minutes. Sure. Uh, because you teased it like that, I uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and say Green Bay, uh, fifteen minutes. Somewhere. Fifteen minutes. Something like that. I don't know. With I mean, the 43, 43 points. I'm gonna say. I don't know. Maybe they just had a bunch of bombs. I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say forty two minutes. Okay. 40, oh, Brian. Okay, Aaron. I'm gonna take a hot take here and see. Uh, Green Bay had the ball for fifty five minutes and thirty two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> So about the Baltimore game, huh? Solid, <laughs> solid uh, guess. So Brian, good job. Forty-one minutes, sixteen seconds. Uh, the Vikings had it for eighteen that was minutes. Pretty close. <laughs> You're spot on there, guys. That was pretty close. The Vikings had it for eighteen minutes, forty-four seconds. The shortest time of possession in the entire Vikings franchise history. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. So with that kind of performance, it kind of makes you question, like, how bad was the Minnesota defense if they were on the field for almost 42 minutes? Yeah, it's it was – I think it was pretty bad. It didn't look bad from what I saw, but, I mean, it just looked like Rodgers balled out. But – When you get that all 22, man. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a great game overall, I think. But anyway. So um, – Thank you, Nathaniel, for uh, your analysis and – uh for watching those games. Aaron, um, I believe you have some games that you uh, watch as well. I was supposed to do that. <laughs> you done did good, kid. 
Oh, thanks, sir. Appreciate Thank it. You. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. You inspire me every day. Keep us motivated. To be unemployed and yeah, moving. hey, dude. Hey, hey, yeah. Unemployed one, one for to, now. One day for at now. a time. Yeah. Yeah. If you anybody's hearing the, this, they have any, they have any job openings? Uh, I'm just kidding. But yeah. We're on a hiring freeze, otherwise just, I'd tell just you. Just make sure you don't go homeless because uh, Thomas won't give you anything. Yeah. I bet Thomas let me crash on his couch for like two days just to make sure I get like Bro, a, you can cla- crash on my couch any day. I appreciate that. I man. just got a new couch. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, heard, I heard about the whole U-Haul story. It's pretty, pretty oh. interesting. We'll have to tell it on the podcast. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. We'll off off the air. No, I want to I want to put it into that. Oh, do we you? can do it later. Anyway, so okay. What games do you have? Yeah, so uh, we actually had a, a pretty fun Sunday uh, this past weekend, and uh, we all hung out at Nate's house and just footballed out and vegged out, and yeah, it was a good day. So uh, I had four games myself. I had Colts, Jags, Dolphins, Pats, Saints, Bucks, Chargers, and Bengals. So let's start with. How do you e- say Bengals? Bengals. I say Bengals. Bengals. You guys, it sounds like Bengali. you guys are saying the same thing. Am I saying Bengals? Bengals? You saying Bengals? I'm saying like Bing, like Bengals. 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 Say Bengals. Bengals. I said bang- Bengals. Bojangles, like that. Bojangles. Yeah, like Mr. Like Bojangles. The, the, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna start off with the uh, Jags versus Colts. Uh, final score of that game was 27-20. Jags win. Uh, I was pretty like you know I, I think we can all go out on a limb and say it's pretty fair to say that this first couple weeks is kind of be like our you know impromptu preseason and I don't really expect much out of the Jags but I was pretty impressed uh especially with Gardner Minshew he only had one incompletion pretty efficient fourth most uh or fourth best completion percentage minimum of 10 attempts no way yeah wow yeah I mean he went 19 for 20 for 173 and three TDs I'm pretty sure too uh his one incompletion was a drop yes it was yeah that's freaking ridiculous. Goddard Minshew's cashews. Yeah, man. Freaking killing it. Um, zero INTs. He was sacked four times for 23 yards, but, you know, they, they still got it going. He also had no fumble, which was an issue uh, for him last year. Was he year. pretty fumble heavy last year? Yes. Like Daniel jo- Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Aaron not, was not, like the disrespect. Not that heavy. Rude. Not that heavy. Like, I don't think he had anywhere close to Do you want Daniel fumbles. Jones or do you want Gardner Minshew on your team? I'll take, a, I'll take Uncle Rico, man. I'm going to go with Daniel – or not Daniel Jones. I'm going to go with uh, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I don't see uh, – You said Daniel Jones first, so you have to take I'll, him. I'll take, I'll take Minshew over Dak. I'm going to go out on a limb and say oh. that. <laughs> I, I actually would agree Minshew, with you there. Minshew's the new captain of America. Unbiased, frankly. Of America's take, team. I would take him. Gardner Minshew's leadership is dumb good. Like, he keeps that team in. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm super stoked that he's been able to keep the positive attitude even though they're, they're like, offloading people. It's a dumpster fire down there, and they somehow came out and, and you know, put up a dub. Over the heavily vetted Indianapolis, I think he's, he's single handedly saying, "No, you're not getting Lawrence. You're getting me." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "I want to make sure of this." The, the Browns will get Lawrence. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think one one player that that stood out to me was James Robinson, the rookie running back out of Illinois State. Um, he didn't have the, you know the most like rushing yards. He went 16 for 62 with one reception for 28 yards. But I was I was pretty impressed. I was watching his his tape and. You know, when he had holes, he hit them hard, and he, he read the defense quite well when he had the opportunities to do so. And, I, you know, with four sacks, uh, I think that might be indicative of maybe a weak offensive line because, you know, Minshew was running around a little bit. But, you know, when he got opportunities, he took advantage of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I think he has a pretty promising career if they can get that offensive line stacked up. And yeah. James know, Robinson three also point. took 100% of the yeah. rushing attempts, which is huge. It's basically yeah. full-on, like, we trust this guy to – yeah, I don't know who Chenault Jr. is. Um, those were, I believe, those were were those were those sweeps. Sweeps, so, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, he had 16 carries, uh, 62 yards. I'm, you know, not not. 3.9 is nothing to scoff at. No, I it's mean, not. It's not. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was pretty impressed with that. Keelan Cole Sr., another guy, uh, five targets with five receptions, 47 yards for one TD, very efficient. DJ Chark, or is it Shark or Chark? Chark. Shark. Shark. If I mispronounce that, my bad. Shark. Three targets, Shark three receptions, 25 yards, one TD, very efficient. Um, you know, this is an old school old school win. Um, it, it wasn't, like, flashy by any means, but, you know, they, they put up and shut up, and, you know, I, I – pretty impressed with with the way that they came out and and operated i'm sure the two rivers uh interceptions helped a lot too. oh absolutely <laughs> hey man like their defense they, they yeah. capitalize on some some throws so yeah that was uh that definitely helped them out quite a bit I, one thing to, to mention is the uh, marlon mack injury uh he suffered a, what's potentially a most likely a season ending injury with a uh acl tear uh, right well uh, i think it's a torn achilles oh yeah, a yeah, torn yeah, achilles. yeah it was a second down and 10 play matt caught the ball over the middle of the field uh he he turned weird he wasn't hit he just turned and fell to the ground sort of grabbing like his right ankle um like low knee area it's usually how it happens though right it's not typically hits like yeah people he turning just, he weird ways weird, yeah. man he just turned really sharp and just collapsed how jarwin's was yeah, as jarwin's well. was no contact yeah and so, I mean, what was thought to be a sprained ankle ends up being a torn Achilles. So you know that's very unfortunate. I wish him the best in his recovery. He was, you know, it sucks, man. It's a contract year for him. Yeah. So he's gonna have to take a like a, if he's back by next year, he's gonna take like a one year prove it deal. Yeah, he was. He was ready to get paid too because I think was. this was. I think this was him still playing on a rookie contract. It is. Yeah. Yeah, Thomas, you were. I, I think when we were watching on Sunday, you you mentioned something that he was kind of a player that you. I love Marlon Mack. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a lot of fun. And I'm a. That's my AFC team. I was really. I was bummed about that. Yeah, I was bummed they lost. Frankly, but. what do you guys think about Philip Rivers' performance? Thirty six of forty six, three sixty three, one touchdown, two interceptions. He wasn't sacked once, but uh, what what did you guys take away from I that? I think typical, his times come. Typical yeah. Philip Rivers shit. Yeah, it looked exactly like uh, big numbers, San Diego. Yeah, or LA, and like he he yeah. dumped off a ton. He threw a couple picks. Like, Big numbers. I believe it was forty-four percent uh, of his targets were to the running backs. Yeah, and that's I mean. I'm fine with that. That's I am not too. A problem. I am too. It's the picks. It is. Yeah. Because they were Cause bad. That's, but that's saying like he's making those picks when he's trying to throw it down the field. Yeah. And like that was his issue. Well, when, when your leading receiver is Campbell with six receptions for seventy-one yards, and he's also a tailback. I mean, he's yeah, he's dumping stuff off and. When he is throwing down the field, that's yeah. when the interceptions come into play. And I, I'm not, I'm not too sure what what happened last season um, with him. If if it looked, you know, identical to that, I know he had Marquise Allen, yeah, um, Keenan Allen, Keenan yeah. Allen, um, as a as a pretty strong threat down the field as a big body receiver. But does does there anybody? I on? mean, he was doing exactly what he was doing yesterday. Yeah, he was, yeah. it was all it was all Eckler. And Frankly, he was, his whole career, he, yeah. he doesn't yeah. have the deep ball anymore. And you see that exactly here with Jonathan Taylor. Tied for six receptions for the most receptions. That's his, you know. That's the right. He he took over after Mac, obviously, yeah. but he that's their new Eckler, pretty much his new Eckler. Like he's gonna be doing that all season. Yeah, yeah. So with 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 Jacksonville and Indianapolis, you know, I don't I don't think that Jacksonville is gonna be all that competitive um, in terms of wins. But you know, I, I definitely oh think they God. show that they're in for dog fights and they're gonna put up, um, you know, a pretty strong fight, pretty. Willed strong fight. Sorry, I They're just not- had to. Uh, as I looked down that list, I just realized, uh, seventeen passes, seventeen passes to running backs in that game. Yep. Um, going off what you were saying, um, yeah, I, I don't see Jacksonville as a one-win team. 
I, I can see them getting out at least two more. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the t- anti Thomas take here. I don't think there's gonna be any one win teams. I year. think there'll be mm. one that's gonna bet on it. He <laughs> <laughs> won't bet on it. So if uh, so, let, let's say like, like just a quick question, hypothetical. So let's say let's say Jacksonville goes three and thirteen, hypothetically, and somehow they that somehow Trevor Lawrence falls to them. Are you guys rocking with Trevor Lawrence or Minshew? He's not going to fall to them, but I'm just saying no. hypothetically, like Trevor if that, Lawrence. If they, Somebody's yeah. got to get him. I mean, Trevor Lawrence. No, but I'm saying like if they're th- like. I'm betting somebody like I would bet three and thirteen is not going to be the worst record in the NFL. Honestly, and I'm saying like if somebody has the number one pick, here like, are the bad teams. You're either going to trade that position, or you're going to uh, take Trevor Lawrence. Here, here are the bad teams in the league. Hopefully, you guys agree with me. Um, I understand that Jacksonville won a game. I still think they're a bad team. Yeah, I, I don't not disagree. disagree with you Jacksonville won bad team. Bengals, yeah, bad team. New York Giants. Bad team. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I don't want to say Dolphins, but I don't think they're there yet. Uh, Jets. Jets. Bad team. Um, what are the other ones? Washington, I guess. You could say they're, they're Chargers. a bad team. Chargers, bad team. Okay, so. I just picked almost half the league. What do, <laughs> six, six teams. All right, six we'll, teams. Just, we'll stick to six teams. What do all of those teams have? They have quarterbacks they spent high draft picks on. Yeah. What are they going to do? Wait, where did Who? Jacksonville? I'm sorry, would you not? High? There's going to be a trade up. I'm sorry. Where did Jacksonville Or a Detroit if they move on from Stafford? But if I'm Washington a, and I get and I end up with the number one pick, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence and yeah. I'm saying goodbye to Haskell. Haskell. Haskins. Haskins, sorry. When did Jacksonville draft Minshew? He, they did not waste an early pick. No, no I'm like saying a, that's my point. Like a, is that uh, fourth or fifth round pick? Is that Jacksonville or the Bears or some team that that needs a new quarterback? Yeah, they'll trade down. If Gardner yeah. continues to look good, I say they trade down. Like build up that team, get draft picks. With who? Someone's going to be asking for yeah. Lawrence. I mean they they got they just got a lot of draft picks too. Exactly. So why yeah. not just they have have a crap done? They're like the Bears. <laughs> Especially because years, like, if they do bad this year, they have so year, many firsts over the next. They're going to be years. moving on from that coach. A coach walking into, eh, I have a decently competitive team, and a bunch of draft picks to build this team. Yeah, it's Carolina all over again. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see just kind of what happens over the next two or three years. I I, I agree that Jacksonville is probably not going to be the most impressive, but they're going to put up fights and they're going to be competitive in certain situations, and it's going to be fun to watch. They're they're the most fun bad team in football to yeah. watch. I think. And yeah, like you, it, it it helps me have a charismatic Bengals. quarterback no. like Gardner Minshew out there. The Cincinnati Bengals would have something yeah. to say about that. Just because, Wait, uh, I'm with sorry. Burrow, yeah. yeah. Minshew is so much more fun to watch than Burrow. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, after, one, right. after, after one game of watching Burrow, I can say that already. Burrow, I mean, obviously he's only played one game, but, like, we'll see. That's a great prelude for uh, here in a couple games. But I want to I save that comment because you're going to have a lot to say about, about this here in a second. Okay. Okay. All right, so my next game is uh, Pats versus Dolphins. Uh, what was it like seeing uh, Cam Newton suit up with the uh, – Pats. It's dope. And, uh, I'm impressed. Bill Belichick. It's dope. He was running, so that's what he needs to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he went 15 for 19 for 155 yards, zero TDs, zero interceptions, which is, you know, I'll take that with zero TDs. There's, uh, I two, was, he had two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty sweet. So, 
what he did is he hit 60 rushing TDs, uh, furthering the gap between him and which retired NFL quarterback? Steve Young. Steve Young. You win. Oh, yeah, he had, uh, Steve Young is second I get on an opportunity the, to guess. So can, can I guess real quick? Guess. Michael Vick. Oh, you know, I I didn't look at the numbers, but uh, I'm not sure where he lands on that list, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's number three or four. So wait, I didn't get it right? No, I, you didn't get oh, it right. Shit. Okay. I think yeah, we, Josh we Allen and Kyler Murray are going to make a run for that. And, you know, Dak Prescott's already there with 21. I mean, in his, what, fourth or fifth season? Damn. Yeah, he has 21 rushing TDs, so. I don't know. Where's Tom Brady on there? Uh, rushing TDs. So I I, I, I preface the question, uh, you know, Cam Cam broke his own record, and he has, he has 60 rushing TDs on the seat. Uh, in his career, and he uh, second on that list is Steve Young with 43. So I asked the boys uh, who's second on that list. Uh, Brian Damn. guessed it. Right Josh off the Allen, yesterday, I think that yesterday, right? A... Or uh, Sunday, Josh Allen became the second. With no, oh, Steve, Steve, no, I'm saying in all t- an all time NFL, like Steve, no. Steve oh, Young okay. has 43. I, was I, was about say, about I don't think Josh Allen has 43 touchdowns. No, 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 no. Sorry, I was saying uh, so on Sunday, Josh Allen became the second fastest quarterback through three seasons to uh on that list as far as yeah like his rates most, is, yeah, oh, okay behind gotcha. cam newton yeah i was talking about all time but yeah that doesn't surprise me with his rpo stuff in the red zone because he he usually sweeps out and gets those um and then yeah so I, I think the pats after watching that game they need to build on their passing game uh this may not be indicative of the season but it's kind of concerning you know when you have a quarterback like that of that caliber. I know he had some uh, shoulder issues um, that he's been working through. And, you know, the, the, the velocity of the ball looked pretty strong, but um, that might be just a limit of weapons, like uh, from a receiving core and tight end wise, but yeah. hopefully, hopefully that dude, develops some. Watch it, them, dude, watch them win these close games, like these 10 point, three point, seven point games all year long. I mean, they, run they, a bunch of trick can. plays, just scheme the fuck out of wins, but I just don't get it. Like hang on to the ball a lot. Yeah. Like who's their number one? Is it Edelman? Is it Nikhil Harry? It's like, Edelman. Like yeah. it's it I'm so surprised that like Belichick is just cool with not investing in wide receivers. I mean I get like they obviously you could say that they did with Brown, but at the same time, like that was like a kind of a lottery pick, if anything. Like you knew it was gonna be kind of a divisive situation. Yeah. But like I'm just surprised, like, what, Edelman's 34, 35 now? I think that's something they're going to build to. They kind of wanted to see what they had with Cam and if we're going to move forward with Cam. And they ran a ton, I think, during that game. They did. Aaron, did uh, you? Yeah, so um, two two points. Yeah, so rushing-wise, Cam Newton had 15 carries for 75 yards, two TDs. But as a team, they had 217 yards off of 42 carries. Wow. So, yeah, they, they ran the shit that's out gonna of that ball. That's going to be all ball. year, too. And, and uh, Nathaniel, your point about Harry. Um, yeah, I, I have a point on him. Player to watch is his Harry, the sophomore wideout, former first-round pick out of Arizona State. Hopefully he has a pretty productive, productive and effective year. Um, last season, he only had uh, – you know, 12 receptions off 24 targets for 105 yards. But, yeah, they, they need some sort of firepower, just aside from Julian Edelman, who, like you said, is, is yeah. kind of aging out. So that I, I think that's a player to watch. You know, I wouldn't have high expectations, but that's a player to keep your eye on and see if he actually does capitalize on the opportunity at hand. So, um, yeah. yeah, interesting to see what happens with him. Uh, I think uh, – I don't know if anybody else remembers this or not, but I th- I'm pretty sure Harry had gotten injured like some, yeah, at some point did. last yeah, year. Yeah, he only played was, seven games. Okay, yep. yeah. yeah. A huge bummer. 
which I mean, hopefully, I'd, I'd like to see because he was super exciting for those, yep. you know, or super highly touted. You know, I'd like to see somebody be good in that like wide receiving core. Corp. Yeah, corp. is it core or corp? Core. core. It's core, but it's C O. It's spelled C O R P, like it's like the like marine submarine corpse. So going on to uh, Miami's offense, uh, Fitzpatrick was twenty for thirty for one ninety one, zero TDs and three picks. When it's on, it's on. When it's off, it's off. Then if Fitz isn't running for his freaking life, the ball's forced and then gets picked. <laughs> and I think that's exactly what happened. And uh, that's yeah, that's just Fitz magic when he's not. Fitz, showing some good Fitz cards. tragic. Fitz tragic. Yeah, I think the Patriots' <laughs> defense actually was really good despite all the opt-outs they had. Yeah, that three. Yeah, I mean three interceptions, and then I don't know if there was any. Was there any fumbles on there? I'm looking right now to see. I'm not sure, Aaron. Were there? Here, one second. Uh, uh so Fitzpatrick fumbled once, but uh, it wasn't lost. It was recovered. What a scrub. I think Fitzpatrick fumbled once. This is what I'm saying. If you're going to be Fitz tragic, you might as well just be Fitz tragic all the way. Another key <laughs> note is uh, Devontae Parker left the game with a hamstring injury, suffered a hamstring injury at the la- at the end of last season as well. So a player to keep your eye on is Preston Williams, a second-year yeah. receiver out of Colorado State. It was, uh, He's looking, a stud. Looking at his numbers, dude, he had 32 receptions last year for 428 yards, only playing in eight games with three touchdowns. So He balled out once, uh, once Devontae Parker went down last year. Dude, I'm 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 super hyped about that. Like, I thought there would have been a good one-two combo this season. So hopefully, Devonte um, is he on the waiver wire for fantasy? I don't know. If you want to go ahead and use your pick on that, go I for don't it. know. <laughs> kind of a tight end. So now. if uh, if if Fitz Magic, aka uh, Nathaniel's token phrase, Fitz Tragic, uh, if uh, if Miami continues to uh, play along these lines, how long before we see Tuba take some snaps? Do y'all think? Oh, I think it's gonna be a while, just because Six they're games. gonna. Yeah, week five. You don't want to subject him to that, or well, yeah, I think five or six. I think just with his, I don't know if he's if they're comfortable with him actually being at 100 percent health yet. I don't, I haven't heard on that. Like, where is he at with his recovery? Because I thought he was 100 percent by the time they he was drafted. That's is that not no? True? He w- no, he wasn't. Did they, he, they did drafted he, did him. Did he sit out of the combine? Yeah, yes, he sat yeah. out of the combine. He did okay. do a pro day, didn't he? Though Mm-mm. I thought he did. There were no pro days. Yeah, no. Oh, he, yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> no, weird. they 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 still drafted him knowing that he wasn't going to be ready uh like f- possibly for this entire season. Got it. But then as it was getting closer to the start of the season, they were like, "All right, uh Fitzpatrick's going to be our starting quarterback." Which you know, they probably when the, should have done when anyway. the time is re- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When the time is re- well, he was going to be the first overall. Bef- uh was this this draft class? Yeah. 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 He was going to be the first overall yeah, before tank for Tua. Burrow uh Burrow became the first overall like Tua dropped. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean injured, I think he would have I think he would have started right off the bat yeah. had he not gotten injured. For sure. But yeah. I I mean Aaron, I think I agree with Thomas like six games might be reasonable if I don't know. I if just don't healthy. know where he's at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If he's fully healed and he's fully like doing Tua stuff then yeah i'd say go for it yeah I, I i hope that you know we get an opportunity to see parker get healthy and see uh preston williams get to run side by side with each other and if, if fitzpatrick can maintain that bus for a minute and then be able to see how productive that system might be but um i just wish they had like i don't know it kind of sucks like i kind of wish like if with Tua going into it i wish they had like freaking 
Kenny and Drake still. I don't have to go with yeah. Matt Breda. Like, hmm. I want to see. I want to see a good team. Like I know they're trying to build a good team. Sure. I want to see a good team around Tua. It'll be a couple years, probably. Yeah. Anyway, what, uh, let's what was, see if he lasts. But yeah, uh, moving on to the next game. So let's see if he doesn't break his hip again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, my next game is the Chargers versus Bengals. 16-13 Chargers. So I have three points on this. The game was trash. Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Ty That's Ro it. That's my no. only analysis. Tyrod was trash. Tyrod Taylor is a backup quarterback at best that somehow managed to snag a starting job. It's because uh, the other guy sucks. Yeah. They shouldn't well, have drafted him. And Joe Burrow probably wishes he could get Whoa. paid to play at LSU forever Herbert? with Coach O. He went 23 for 36 for 193 yards, one INT, and one rushing touchdown that's been played on fucking ESPN over and over again that I'm sick of freaking seeing. I I do want to say this That's my quick. hot take, and I'm sorry for the foul language. I, I did not enjoy... This is a family podcast. I did not enjoy the end of the game where they took the ball out of Burrow's hands. Yeah. Um, they had, I think, 12 seconds left, a chance to at least make an attempt in the end zone. and Because I think it was second down, and they... Did not. They were like they no, ran the clock down. No, they didn't. They kicked the field goal and missed it, and there was still eight seconds left or something. Oh, like I know. I thought they ran it down from like forty seconds or something like that, well, and then called a timeout. They did, but it's hey, we still got a chance yeah. to. No, I'm saying like yeah, they could have taken a couple end zone shots. Exactly. Did the other team had like had like ten seconds left on the clock that they had to like they had to like kneel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the Chargers did. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, but you just you just drafted him, the first overall pick. He has a great. Game-winning drive lined up here, yeah. and you're like, nah, nah. I want to play for the tie, and I'm not even going to make the attempt for the win. These coaches with no balls, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like when you have 173 passing yards and 122 rushing yards, you have Joe Mixon going 19 for 69, and then nice. Joe Burrow having eight carries for 46. I, it's just, That seems like a very slow game. When I watched it, the reel of it, very slow. I just was bored to death and wanted to never watch that team play two, again. Two shitty teams, yeah. We get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't really get. I don't really get what Anthony Lynn is doing right now. With like, it almost seems like he's trying to go like just a completely run offense, and it, their team does not work for that at all. Just in personnel, is that what you mean? Like yeah, like they're, they're, he's he's like, I don't want Tyrod throwing the ball. Unless it's completely necessary, I don't and, want Tyrod throwing the ball unless yeah. it's completely necessary. Yeah. Well, I don't, I, I don't either. But I'm saying like, so for instance, like, <clears throat> who I don't, I'd have to look at this last year. I'm pretty sure that Eckler led the whole team in receptions the entire year, and that's mainly because Rivers loves to top off his running backs. But he was probably also Keenan Allen missed a bunch of time. He was probably also the leading had uh the most reception or receiving yards they had him like in every single game he was got at least 10 targets probably one target yesterday damn who Cal or what heckler 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 i mean henry henry williams keenan allen they each got you Did know eight Kelly nine targets. have some targets no damn. not one so it's basically saying we didn't like that the running backs were getting a lot of targets last year and we're moving on from that. No, I, I think just Lynn is like, we're going to lose until we put 
what Justin Herbert in Justin Hubert Justin I don't think Justin you Herbert put, I don't think you put Herbert in you just eat this season and try your best with Tyrod I don't think I don't understand why you wouldn't like if you're already gonna sell off the season why wouldn't you put him in if you're considering him as your future uh, quarterback there's a couple a of reasons decision. for that so you don't want to put a rookie quarterback that doesn't know exactly what they're doing especially I mean if you watch Hard Knocks it doesn't seem like he's being trusted with a whole lot yet. Because you'll just you'll scare them. No, I get that, but you're willing to throw. I mean, I get like some are perennial, uh, perennial like Joe Burrow. Like yeah. he's a perennial quarterback. Herbert uh, is not. You know, that. Yeah. I know, and I know he's not. But I'm saying like if you're waiting halfway through the season and you're like, okay, this team is not going to do anything under Tyrod Taylor. Like, look, it's the exact same thing Kansas City did with Pat Mahomes. No, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they well, just that was a good team. Yeah. I say it's yeah. closer. Smith balled out. I think yeah, it's like, closer to what Washington did last year with Dwayne sure. Haskins. I mean, it's regardless of the team's quality. I think it's just, it's just that you let the the rookie quarterback just hang out, figure stuff out, figure the NFL out, figure the speed out, all that stuff, and you throw him in. I I get that. I just and Herbert's just. I don't know I how still much like him as a prospect anyway. I just he's. <laughs> I don't know how much he's going to outside. Like Tyrod's a great dude. I mean, you're still Never practicing been, with NFL players. No, for sure. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, you practice with NFL players, you know what? Like, you're not going to learn a whole lot under Tyrod Taylor. I don't like, think it's necessarily the other quarterback. I think it's just more just uh, practicing with uh, NFL defenses. Or, yeah. Which is, their defense isn't that I'm just bad. saying, like, at some point you got to be thrown into yeah. the game. Like, if I just you, don't think it, now. If, I don't know when. If you're like, okay, let's get a head start. Eight, we're eight, game, eight games left in the season. Like, I see what the that. kid can do. Yeah, like, I feel good that's that. what I'm saying. Like, I'm not yeah. saying like he's on a Tyrod's on a four game, six game leash. I'm saying like get halfway in the season, see where you're at, and be like, now or never. You know, you're gonna have to start him at some point. I mean, they put Daniel Jones be... in, in the third game of the yeah. season last year. So, yeah, it's just I, I think with with QB development, like Drew Locke, Daniel Jones, Herbert, it's just it's it's a matter of not if but when, and you either sink or swim. And, yeah, you can be coached to a certain extent, but, you know, in practice, you only get so many reps. So sure. it's going to come to game time stuff. That's how you're going to grow and develop. Yeah. So it's a matter of time. And, I, Nathaniel, I, I can see that. Halfway I, I through guess, the season, why not? If, if the season's already a dumpster fire, yeah. you know, you might as well get some tangible experience and see how fast things really are to be able to build, get some film, and then move forward. And, you know, if, if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, move on, get somebody else. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it is tough to move on when you spend a high draft pick on a guy. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. from that's a management also the perspective. Cardinals did it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> Miami did. I I will Russian say I, I was just thinking about that a second ago. That is a pretty good example though of them throwing a quarterback in too quick, and I think Josh Rosen was that. Yeah, like I do agree with that, but I don't think his story's finished either. No, I don't no, either. But. No, no, not at all. All right, so we're moving on to our last game, and that is. Uh, Bucks versus Saints. The uh, the Saints take that 34-23. And I actually have something that uh, I want to start off with on this. He's pointing on his phone. So I was uh, – I sent a, some text messages. Okay. I sent a group text out to the boys, and I said, uh, hey, curious, three out of four of my game picks are going to be stat and review heavy with us talking, of course. My fourth game is Bucks saints Do you all feel comfortable if I ask the table a couple soft questions and we can just make a round, of, a round table of it? Just mm-hmm. asking before I wrap up my notes. Mm-hmm. I remember this. So Nathaniel says, sure. Happened a few hours ago. Mm-hmm. And Brian's like, yeah, that's great. As I said, sweet. Just wanted to ask and give a heads up before just dumping that. 
thanks. To which Nathaniel responds, that's what she said to Odell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Wait, I don't freaking get it. hilarious. Dumping it. Like I said, just want to give like, y'all a heads up before dumping that on y'all on the show. Wait, dumping it? Dumping it? What like, is it? What do you it's mean? A, it's a poop dip. Sometimes when you go and... Oh. You take a dump. <laughs> or, in Odell's case, you poop. leave one. Steamers. Shitting. Yeah. Got it. All right. No, that's good. Carry on. Johnson? Yeah, so... uh. Yeah, Saints pull out 34-23. Um, notable mention is Michael Thomas suffered a high ankle sprain, claimed he would be able to play through the injury this upcoming week. He is now expected to miss two weeks, uh, so that's a key loss. Why is it always a high ankle sprain? I never hear about low ankle sprains. So those are a lot worse and less common. They're a lot worse, actually, when those they Those are, like, bad I think it refers to severity. Do they just call like, them ankle sprains? I think a high ankle sprain refers to just severity of the ankle sprain, like not necessarily oh, like higher high. up on like the physical, but a high like a yeah. It's like where your uh. like your tendons are, like your affecting tendons, like when you're a low ankle sprain, like is more like cartilage and uh, like soft tissue. That's surgery. Yeah, like yeah, high, you're, well, you're, you're it's almost like to, a break. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. So uh, yeah, so everyone was like wanting to see Brady. Rock that new Tampa Bay uniform. We got a chance to see that. He went 23 for 36 for 239, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And, uh, you know, those stats are pretty mediocre. But for Brady, I think we had some higher expectations. I think the offense looked a little lackluster throughout most of that game. He was sacked three times for 15 yards. Uh, their rushing attack with, with Jones I thought would have been more productive. He only had 66 yards. And the total of the team, they had 86 yards of rushing. I thought they would have been more effective with that. But, I, you know, uh, a question for y'all is, do y'all think it's just New Orleans front seven is just so freaking dominant that it's just hard to really establish anything, especially with, you know, a, a new system with the Bucks trying to figure out what they're doing, who the, what their identity is, how they're going to, you know, push the ball down the field, um, just sorting that out. So what, what, is, what, is, what are two y'all's thoughts yes. on, on the lackluster? Two thoughts here. Uh, yes, the Saints have a great front seven. Second is Bruce Arians has a very complicated offensive system, and – I, it's one of the biggest yeah. things that I kind of had a question mark. Why is Brady going here? Like, right. it's it was air raid. Well, like, yeah, yeah. It's all air well, raid. I know, but like Carson Downfield. Palmer struggled with it his first year yeah. and then got into it. It's just how many years does Tom Brady have left, and is he willing to dedicate a year to oh, like learning to a 10? system, something like that? Right. I. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question, Aaron. Yes, I do think that the Saints have. I would, yeah. I don't think they have a great front seven. I think they have a good top end. ten. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying, I, I I was trying to get up on Pro Football uh, Reference, and I, I, our PFF or whatever that is. Then I, I didn't have the ability to go in and see like what the actual analytics were for pressure and and whatnot. But, um, like, what, what, do you think they definitely impacted that, or do you just think no, it's yeah, just absolutely. a lack of they, an efficiency on? It was a ton of pressure. Probably complicated. Yeah. Uh, okay. A combination of the two. His two yeah, picks I were mean. were. It was pressure all day, and he yeah. tried to get rid of the ball fast, and he made stupid throws. Yeah, I mean, well, they also said the one uh, that went over Mike Evan, Evans' head was a misread by Tom Brady. Uh, he should have he should have realized that based off that offense, Mike Evans needs to curl there because there's a safety over the top. Brady did not see that safety, so yeah. he threw what was supposed to be a go route. Uh, okay. Yeah, I also think uh, I don't. I don't know if if Mike Evans was necessarily getting double teamed a lot or seeing a lot of very heavy coverage, but uh, he only had four targets for one reception and two yards, and um, I'm sure that's going to improve. But um, that definitely has to be addressed and has to be resolved. He struggles against Lattimore. 
Ever I mean, since he called out Lattimore for being on the top 100, he has not had a single catch on him. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's 2018, so two years now. Okay. Honestly, I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be honest here. Like, I don't think it was that disappointing of a first showing with a new team. Yeah. Yeah. And outside of them playing them again and the Chiefs, this is the best team that they're going to play all season. Like, their schedules. Well, it's also Brady's first time learning a new playbook in, exactly. what, 20 years? Um, exactly. I mean, I think I, don't I, think think I was excited. War- for. I had high expectations because I was just, you know, excited to see – you know, Tom Brady come out and ball out. What's that uh, schedule look like? Uh, I remember doing my picks or whatever okay. and thinking it was pretty easy. I'm not going to do the whole at. I mean, it should be because I'm not going to do the home away thing, but I'll just say down the list. It doesn't matter right now. Yeah. yeah. Carolina, Denver, Lo- uh, Chargers, Chicago, Green Bay, Las Vegas, Giants, uh, Saints again, Carolina, Rams, Kansas City, uh, Vikings, Falcons. Uh, Lions Falcons. Hmm. I had like eight wins. I think that's yeah. yeah I think bare minimum eight wins. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And uh, another question to ask you boys. Uh, so scrolling up here, Drew Brees only had 160 yards passing. Um, and then rushing, they only had 82 yards cumulative. Um, not, I, I don't, I think that's the first time that I can remember Drew Brees going under 200 yards passing. Um, I, I, that's just, I don't feel like they needed it though. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Those two picks I think were, the uh, one players. of them was a pick six and then, uh, one of the other one was like, got them into the red zone, I think. And then obviously like losing, I don't know what, at what point Mike Thomas went out. Did he finish the game out? No, he he left. That was late in the game. Okay. That was late in the game. But uh, I did hear somebody else talk about Drew Brees, though, and kind of wonder, like, is this going to be kind of – is he kind of washed up too? Because, you know, yeah, you don't seem impressed by 182 yards. But, I mean, I kind of think that he's going to – they're going to play more conservative this year than – Yeah. Once they realize it's not going to be a, a – uh, I don't know, a shootout. Well, they just you know, they play well-rounded football. Yeah. I mean, they 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 showed that they displayed that they can play well well-rounded football. Um, with Michael Thomas going out, uh, who who's that go-to guy for however long he's out? If it's two weeks, if it's four weeks, Emmanuel Sanders or I feel like Sanders is going to take a step up in that offense. Yeah. I it's going to be a to me it's going to be a lot of and this is not just me. Because I have Kamara on my fantasy team. It's oh, going yeah. to be a lot of screens. It's going to be a lot of Murray, dump offs. Yeah. It's going to be no, Kamara is going to be a huge part. And Latavius Murray is going to be the number one kind of on the ground run guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kamara is going to. This he, is the same thing that happened when Michael Thomas got injured before. Uh, Kamara became pretty much a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. No, Latavius Murray looked good. The, no, the he, few yeah. touches Amazing. he got. Yeah. He, he played great. They didn't need. And I don't think you want to ask too much from a. How old is uh, Breeze now? 40 he's 42 uh 43 yeah yeah they're just a year apart i think uh yeah i think kamara's going to be more of a wide receiver i think they're going to see a lot of um Taysom hill at qb and also throwing passes to himself down the field <laughs> um he did yeah. have he had one of huh. those he had he was one for one 38 <laughs> no, yards yeah, it's good, and then man. he had a reception <laughs> for 38 yards so yeah. he, he proved that yeah yeah, he's freaking Swiss Army knife, dude. <laughs> I mean, we did see we the Saints line up uh, with Kamara, t- 
taking a direct snap and all that. I think you're going to see a lot yeah, more wildcat. exotic offense. I can't wait for it. Yeah. I fucking hate the Wildcat. I do, too. Dude, it was so much fun to watch the Steelers do that last year. Yeah. Like, Jalen Samuels was, like, once they were like, you know what? Screw uh, Duck Hodges. Screw Mason, uh, Mason Rudolph. Like, they went an entire game where it was just Jalen Samuels lined up Wildcat. It was it, it's such a fun game to watch. As long as... Yeah, I I'm not a big fan of the entire games, but like you know, mixing it up some, I'm I'm all for that. Creates confusion. Like that's really all it is. I think it was cool when Chris Johnson was doing it with the Titans because you know Flash Gordon Thompson, but yeah, Dart Johnson, C2K yeah. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I got. Um, yeah. So that's that's me. Hey, Aaron, you did a great fucking job. Hey, I want to commend Aaron you as the uh, moderator. No, 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 I think no, no, that you no, did no, a great no. job. I want to say uh. that hey. You did a great job. You looked good doing it too, and you smell good. What is that? It's a natural musk by Aaron Mason. Hmm. It's called Sex Panther. <laughs> it's made out of real bits of Carolina Panthers. Really doing this. Made out of real, real bits of Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> okay, <Please> so <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so um, oh fuck, I meant to do this earlier. Um, no, nah, none of these are funny. Anyway, golf. <laughs> yeah, everybody's favorite sport. I like playing it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. So, guys, <clears throat> this is going to be a really interesting week in sports. We got the stars going. Uh, Brian is uh, wheezing right his now with fi- excitement. He so has his excited, fists, dude. and he's shaking them. He's crushing his we jewel. We made it to the Stanley yes. Cup, dude. I <laughs> but this weekend, the real victory is the U.S. Open. Doubt it. No. Nope. Starting a Thursday. Starting Hard Thursday. Pass. Hey, who's going to watch the U.S. Open? Raise your hand. Tennis or golf? Thomas US is raising Open. his hand. I didn't mean to. It was on accident. You're missing out because it's the most fun tournament outside of the, outside of the Masters. The, the most, most fun, fun tournament. Tournament. Tournament okay. or tournament? I'm telling you, every what's fun about it is that every year it makes every pro golfer look like they are complete shit. Where's okay. it being played this year? Winged, winged foot. Will you say that again? Winged foot. Winged foot? That's Winged in New York, foot. right? Yes. Damn, so, Brian. I only know that because he talked about it the other day. <laughs> oh, okay. Merrimack, Merrimack, New York. Just right outside of New Rochelle. Like, freaking 40 minutes from Manhattan. Hold on. Like, Winged foot? Winged foot. They've had the U.S. Open there six times over the last hundred years. Why do you know this? Because I had to research it for the freaking podcast. He's doing his I'm sport. Wrong. And also, Damn, because... That's a weird word. Mamaronek? <coughs> Damn, I can't even Mer- say Mer- that one. Mer- Damn, it's tough. Mermanek. Mama Ronek. Mermanek. It's spelled Mama I, I think we should move it's, on. Just, okay. just, all right, anyway. <laughs> anyway, why it's infamous, Thomas, is because the last time they had the U.S. Open there was in 2006. Nice. And Tiger Woods won that year, right? Was in high no, school. Damn. he did not. That was worth a guess. <laughs> it's yeah, not a bad it's guess. It's not a bad guess. <laughs> No, uh, so the winner that year was actually Jeff Jeff Ogilvy. Ah, I know him. Yes, yes. Oh, he's one of my faves. Why it's uh, so familiar? But, but the real story there is that going into the last three holes, Phil Mickelson had a two-stroke lead and had one of the biggest collapse in sports history. And he had to, if he won that, he would be the seventh player of all time to uh, get the career Grand Slam. So he's still missing that U.S. Open win, 
But uh, so basically, so going into the 18th hole, he bogeyed the 16th hole, parred the 17th hole. Going into the 18th hole, he had a one-shot lead that he he just needed a par to win the tournament pretty much. Uh, and like being a leader at the time, like for the entire tournament, he was six over. So, you know, you look at golf scores now, almost everybody, like by the time they win, like 15 to 20 under. So the U.S. Open is interesting because it's always – super hard courses that they extend super long and make pin placement so hard that like, and they grow out the roughs so high that like, if you miss, you miss and they make golfers look like amateurs pretty much or pro golfers look like amateurs. So, uh, you know, Mickelson has always been kind of like a, I'm going to rip it off the tee as hard as I can. I'm going to like, he just likes, he tries to hit bombs. Like he's, he says that about himself. Like he likes to hit some piss missiles. Exactly. And, Dingers. His uh, his above average, like his thing that makes him great is his short game. He's amazing with flop shot. Like he, the stuff he does around the green is just like incredible. Any golfer will tell you that. Like it's like me. Yeah, sure. Blading shots over green at the bunker. Um, you sounded like a golf announcer right there <laughs> with the with the. Thomas May just bladed it over the bunker for a quadruple bogey. Dude, that was <laughs> amazing. That was great. You wow. should do How the entire he, podcast like that. How does he do that? I don't think he should. <laughs> no, this I think This is he an should. NPR now. Please don't do that. So, is, that was great. I so, Mickelson totally could have, on this 18th hole, right? He just needed a par. He could have totally just taken an iron into the fairway, got it onto the green, two-putted for par. He's like, nah, I'm going to hit a long-ass drive. He hits it off of one of the spectator tents. It rolls into... Well, you're not supposed to do that. No, you're not supposed oh, to do that. Okay. It rolls into a bunch of trees. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go for the green. I'm going to hit like a freaking stinger. He hits a tree, it bounces backwards behind him, and then he has to get uh he has to hit another shot to try and get up on the green from there. Gets it in the bunker, and then he gets up and down for double bogey, which makes him lose, ties him for second, and it, it just like the it's like the ultimate collapse. And so ever since then, like three times since then, Phil is now tied for second in the in US opens. And so there's like it's always a conversation like Phil Mickelson is cursed He's got in the U S open. And that's all he needs is for his career. Grand slam is the U S open. So I'm really pushing for him this year. Um, real story about this is so like uh betting lines right now, the favorite to win the U S open is obviously Dustin Johnson. Like he just won the FedEx cup. He's won three tournaments, uh, married to, uh, uh, Paulina Gretzky. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know that, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, who's that? Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Yeah. The great one? Yeah, yeah the Got second it. best uh, golf player ever. Wayne Gretzky? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, he, was, all of you. he was the reason that uh, Happy Gilmore started using a hockey stick as a putter. Huh. Wayne Gretzky. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. That, that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. So uh DJ's favored at eight uh plus eight fifty, so you know, bet a hundred bucks to win eight fifty. Phil, on the other hand, his line is plus ten thousand. So bet hundred dollars, win ten thousand. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm looking at Paulina Gretzky. Oh yeah, she's beautiful. <laughs> she's gorgeous. So uh on on uh Friday or yeah, last Friday, uh William Bell William Hill betting agency in uh, Vegas reported that their south, uh, their southwest, um, whatever betting place, whatever it's, it's called, both south, 
and yeah. West. Yeah, exactly. They accepted a fifty-four thousand dollar bet at seventy-one to five odds for Phil to win the U.S. Open, which pays out three point three million dollars. You think Phil did it? No, no, he didn't. He's got the cash for it. He could, yeah. It makes no sense. It. But he did tweet out in response to that. He said, "I heard somebody placed a forty-five thousand dollar bet on me to win the Open at seventy-five to one." Says hoping for the both of us that I have a three shot lead on eighteen T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so he's got a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. Seriously, do you not watch? Do no, you not follow my I know, I, but about that, like I, I think oh I no, actually no, watched that game by the way, or that. Oh, match. Okay, you know he's been on like Entourage a couple of times, making and, fun of himself. Oh yeah, that, all the time. A specific game. Oh, all the time. He's, match, he's a pretty funny bad. guy. If you go back he's and watch hilarious. his clips, when he, oh, no, he's, he's on the T box and like people chat him up. He has one liners. They just come back and it's like, no, wow, like you're pretty you're pretty witty and funny he's known as like the self-deprecating uh like golfer i always thought yeah, he just like oh uh, del beckham is known as the self-defecating uh wide, wide receiver. receiver wow <laughs> probably should start letting that go <laughs> you should nah, that one. i wonder if gonna... obj has a diaper fetish <laughs> anyway um god i hope not. <laughs> i don't want to think of that ever again yeah no i'm, I'm really pushing for phil because it, it, it's so hard to get the career Grand Slam, and right now, he's like the only golfer that needs a U.S. Open at the moment. Like once the Masters comes around, I'm gonna be going for Rory. He needs the Masters to get the career Grand Slam. I but thought Maury ha- Rory already had it. No, yeah. he, that's, uh, that's the Green Jacket one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Which <laughs> we'll talk about that in November, but that's gonna be weird. Tom, I know Thomas at, at times has watched the Masters, but it's gonna be weird this year because sure. it's in. No, it's usually in April, yeah, and it's in November this year because of COVID. And so I feel like the landscaping is going to be the Masters different. is always at Augusta though, right? Yeah. So they shouldn't have to worry about snow or anything. No, but I mean, it's still going to look like bad. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yellow. It's look weird. Yeah. No azaleas. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's all. Fine, guys. That's all the golf we have to talk appreciate about. Appreciate it, man. Look, I, uh, I'm more? really looking forward Please? to watching that this weekend. I think you got me sold on it, man. So. Hey, I really. I want think Thursday when they. Are you being facetious? No, I'm being serious. So, oh, okay. uh, thir- cool. thir- if, if uh, are you watching it Thursday by any chance? Yeah, I, I watch. Up? I usually on golf tournaments. I watch it all day when, on Thursday and Friday when I'm working. So we having a viewing party from the pool all day and gonna uh, just hang out and watch that. I gotta work, but we'll. Uh, you can just work from the pool. Put your computer in the lap <laughs> and just. <laughs> we will. Uh, we will have it on one of the TVs uh, on Sunday while we're watching footballs. What about? Uh, okay, I'm staying home. You got your phone. Stanley Cup. You got your phone. Wow. Or, or you can get a laptop and uh, oh watch it on that. If I, if somebody brings or a tablet, can, use it, your dad's tablet again. If someone brings another TV, do you have the option for us to uh, to have more games going so we can have golf and hockey's? I can't Uber my TV over here. I have a I have a TV. I can I bring, can my, bring car. my TV. Okay. Well, we could we could talk about this off air. But I want the guys to know us personally. <laughs> uh, I mean, if somebody is able to hook up their phone or something to it, I only have so many receiver boxes. You know. I digress. I'm, I apologize. Thanks, Nate. Yeah. Um. Love you. Hey, Nathaniel, you yeah. did. Such a good job. I, I was. You looked good doing it. What is that? Travis Matthews, Phil Mickelson, what is this? Looks good, dude. Thank you. You smell good, too. What is that? Uh, it's, it's called a uh, hot tub. <laughs> hot, Got it. Hot tub by backyard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian. What up? What's going on? Oh. How was your week so far? Work's been good? It's Specifically, great. what did you do last night? What did I do last night? Well, um, you watched the Titans game on a phone <laughs> and barely paid attention to it at all. 
because in the words of Hadobin, we're not going home. The Dallas Stars have made their first Stanley Cup final what? in 20 years. Oh! That's the first time. That was a Yeti sound. That's what the Yeti <laughs> This is the first time a Dallas team has made it in nine years. Uh, 2011, was Mavs and Rangers. Oh, the Oh, the Mavericks and Rangers oh. don't don't take away from well. Yeah, the Mavericks won, so okay. Uh, don't take away from that. It's still impressive to make it. Um, you got to get there first, Thomas. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm so excited about this. Like, uh, I was gonna leave this off by saying the Capitals uh, signed Peter La- uh, Laviolette, but I have no analysis because it's all about the Stars making the Stanley Cup. Probably going to face the Tampa Bay Lightning, who's currently tied 1-1 in the third uh, with New York Islanders up 3-1 in the series. But on to the stars. Um, This team has shown ridiculous resilience. Uh, They have – I don't have the stat right now in front of me, but they've had a lot of comeback wins. Uh, In the Stanley Cup playoffs so far, they're 5-0 in the OT, which is huge. Ben is really leading this team. That's Jamie Ben, our captain. Uh, there's been a lot of questions about if he's worth his contract, but I say if we're a perennial playoff team and he leads the way he has and also is playing the way he has recently, yeah, he's worth every bit of that contract. Um, uh, JFK is back in Dallas, and uh, this time he's shooting, and that's uh, Yol fucking Kiviranta. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's your fucking Kiviranta who uh oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Hey, do you wanna wow. hear do you wanna hear a fucked up uh, JFK Hot joke? Fucking take. You wanna hear a fucked up JFK joke? Um on uh, November twenty third or no I'm sorry, November twenty first, nineteen sixty one, JFK finally got it through his head that we don't like him here in Dallas. That was sixty three, but okay. Oh, sixty three? Yeah. He was a president. God, we're talking about him. Nah, whoa, whoa! Love- I'm saying he's come back to shoot up the place, man. Yeah, man. He's, and he's getting his revenge. Uh, but through a Russian finish. Finish. Yes. Uh, I'll let you finish. Thanks, That's funny. Fine. Uh, but Yol uh, Kiviranta is really lighting it up. Uh, game seven of the Avalanche series was his first appearance, and he had a hat trick, including the OT winner, which is huge for a rookie thing. Like this is Yuri Lettinen a great defensive forward that we had back in the nineties, still scouting players for us from Finland. And he's like, he deserves a ring. If we get it like no joke, this guy has been that clutch right off the bat. And then in this last game, uh, game five against the Vegas golden Knights, uh, Kiviranta is the one that tied it up to get us into OT or yeah, get us into OT again. Um, let's see here. I have, a. I've been very critical of Sagan recently. Uh, he's not lighting up the scoreboard, but he is playing really well on both defense and puck possession games. He's really leading to great assist. Uh, it, it's good. Um, Radulov is an emotional lightning rod right now, and really just this whole team right now has come together in a way that leads to cup runs, and here we are in the finals. Um, defense is a freaking wall that just completely takes away from, uh, other teams, like takes away their chances, uh, doesn't really turn it over that much. Um, my only concerns going into this next series is, um, we've had some bad turnovers in the offensive zone. Uh, luckily because of that defense, we normally don't 
get scored on, but we have occasionally. Um, can we keep up our offensive momentum? Uh, that's another thing. Like against the Avalanche, we were scoring a lot of goals. Against Vegas, it's not so much, but we kind of play to the team. Uh, just Tampa Bay is a team that if we do face them, I'm scared of. I they're, really am. They're playing right now, right? Yes. Yeah. It's still tied one. Three one. minutes left. Oh, shit. Um, oh, three minutes left pending. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, another concern. Let's see. Uh, Actually, there's one more quarter. No, there isn't. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, another, another concern is it <laughs> when we're in uh, our offensive zone, um, nice. our demon typically we we have a rotating like all five people on the ice at a time are a d-man uh so we normally rotate offensive player players to the line to if it gets past them you guys are playing defense now we've had a couple times where our d-men have bit early and um gone a little bit deeper into the d uh d or our offensive zone and then we don't have offensive people currently executing. yeah executing but you've had correctly. success doing that though i thought no, it's successful, but I mean, uh, the first goal of the game against Vegas in Game Five was because we had a D-man bite low, and uh, they got a breakaway chance and they scored on it. Like, we have to have the execution, or an offensive player is not biting deep as well, and he's back there to at least put pressure on that breakaway chance. Um, and then another major one is, can Hadobin keep this up? Like, he's having a run before. Before this series, I would have said uh, Haskinen is definitely the. If we make it to the finals, he's our con smite. Uh, that's the best player of the of the playoffs uh, for the respective winners. Generally, con smite, con smite, con c o n n, then space s m y t h e. So mean? that's just an MVP. It's MVP of the playoffs. Oh, okay. Is uh, that is that the actual term or is that a synonym? What con like smite? is that what they actually call the MVP? Cinnamon? Yeah. Synonym. You're saying cinnamon. Synonym. Anyways, oh. that that's the MVP of the playoffs. That's okay. the trophy you get. Uh, up until this oh, series, okay. I would have said uh, Haskinen would be the one that get uh, got that because he is leading a great point production as a D-man. But right now, it's it's Hadobin's show. Unless uh, Haskinen has just a, an amazing finals. I can't really see another player. Maybe if Ben has a really great one. Uh, if... JFK continues shooting like he is. I would love for him to get it, but that's not likely. Mm. I didn't hear always. I thought that he was JFK dead. wasn't a shooter. He was more of a shooty. No, he's, he's he back in Dallas and he's he's taking shots, man. <laughs> he's taking shots. And also on top of that, like, oh, god. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this bit keeps going. No, but Kiviranta. Kiviranta has been great. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I love it, dude. The man's dead. <laughs> Have some respect. And then they kill his brother. The great return of JFK to Dallas. <laughs> it is. It is. You're going to get so canceled so fucking fast. No, no one's going to cancel us over it jokes happened. about JFK No one's listening anyway. Ago. It happened 60 years ago. Yeah. It's 60 now, yeah. How maybe valuable like, is a life? Maybe in like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> the way Kiviranta is. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, Kiviranta is also playing hey. exceptional for a rookie right now. So I think, um, oh God, I guess we can't say. Are either of those teams playing on your phone? There are those teams better than the the Stars. Okay, well, there was a probably of, better way to scared, ask that question. He's scared of Tampa Bay. I'm scared of Tampa Bay. Oh. My head. They're up three one, right? In the series. Yes, and yeah. it's tied one one currently with less than two minutes to go. Um, so it's probably gonna be Tampa Bay. 
most likely. Yeah. My head says Tampa Bay wins this, but just the kind of run that the Stars are having right now is that fucking team. It's that yeah. team. Yeah. It's, it's it's that fucking team. So my heart definitely says Love stars that. are going all the way. So. Uh, a lot of people, you will like this, are making mm. comparisons to the 2011 Mavs. Because they have just a hodgepodge with just yes. a couple of stars? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> it's not a hodgepodge with a couple of stars. They do have a couple of stars. It's more of everybody's executing what they need to do. Yeah. So um, Has Tampa Bay ever won one? Yes, 2004. Okay. They're just all playing their roles. Do your job, if you will. Bill Belichick. Yes, and they're doing it well. Uh, bonus definitely deserves. Uh, that's our coach who I've been critical of. He definitely deserves whatever contract we give him at this point. I'm hoping that it's not a five-year deal or anything like that because I still think this is a run. But, hey, maybe maybe he can prove me wrong even more. I pray to God he does. I do, too. Dallas. You do? Stars. Dallas. Where the mighty ducks. Was there a song for the movie Mighty Ducks? Yeah, there's like the TV show. Like the cartoon. You watched the TV show? Did you not? Did nobody else watch WB like in the morning? Saturday mornings? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, dude. The Mighty Ducks TV show was amazing. Oh, shit. So good. Okay, I'm Googling this now. Did you ever watch the Darkwing Duck? Dude, that show was Speaking so good. Yes. You're right. My Thank bad. You. Going into OT, Tampa will be on a double minor. Or they're what New York that? Islanders are on double minor. That means what do they that major in? That's not like a that's not like an incriminating offense, is it? Right? Or what I've heard you, of double majors. I've never heard of a, a double minor. It's not a major, which is a five minute penalty where you can score as many times as you like. Obviously, it doesn't matter in OT. It just means you have two penalties back to back, basically, or just one that's vicious enough to dictate that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Are you gonna do that? Oh, okay. You want me to do it? No, no. I'm saying like we need to get one of those like uh, little soundboards. What is that called? Uh, rim samples. Shot. Rim shot. But don't. But don't. No, it's yeah. not a rim shot. I thought it was a rim shot. No, that's definitely not a rim. A shot. rim shot is when you hit the rim with a. Let's not talk about what a rim shot is, okay? I'm not okay. <laughs> Can we talk more about JFK? No, we're not going to do that. And instead, we're going to talk about college football preview. Discuss SEC season format. Um, but Sir? first, but first, before we do that, Brian, you did. Hey, thank you job. so much from the moderator. Thank you so much. I and now so we go to you. Aaron to talk about the Securities and Exchange you look Commission good too. too. <laughs> I want to. Oh I want to know. I want to know what you smell like. But we'll move on. Hey, I smell Aaron, like the great one. Please tell us all okay, about the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission from this weekend. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so things are looking up in the market right now, and uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but uh, I do know that SEC football is scheduled to come back um, on Where'd Saturday, September 26th. SEC football, you know. Yeah. Right, so what, what had already started this last weekend? Is that... So I, I think it's everybody but uh, Big Ten, SEC, and then so you have like Big 12 is going on, ACC. Yeah, there's so many different yeah, like, Texas conferences Bell, and stuff like Mountain that. West like, is I, playing. So hard to follow. I think, uh, did Pac-12 make the... I, I can't remember if Pac-12 decided the... No, they opted out. Yeah. So yeah, I know that uh, they do Notre Dame the played. The interdivisional stuff. Spring football. Yeah, they're Notre Dame played as well. They're still... Just like the Because they're still uh, Big independent, Ten, they're just right? kind of talking about it. Oh, Sorry. so Big Ten? I thought Big Ten decided to do fall. So, yeah, so I'm focusing on SEC today, and on Friday, I'm going to pontificate <laughs> on that a little bit more. Okay. Right. Um, Aaron, can you, real quick, for, like, me and other ignorant people, explain real quick, like, what the difference is between, like, SEC and, like, Big Ten? And, like, are these just all just different conferences? Yeah, so yeah. We, we have okay. we have different right. co- we have oh, different damn, conferences okay. in college football. So, you have, you have the Big 12, the SEC, the ACC, the Pac-12. You have 
uh, Mountain West, Sun Belt, which nobody gives a shit about. Uh, that rhyme. And then Notre Dame. CUSA. Conference USA, yeah. Um, so you have basically a bunch of different conferences that go in. They have their own intradivisional, you know, schedules, and then they have championships. And then if they're eligible within, you know, pointing systems and and ranking, then they're they can go in for national know, championship. T- well, bowl games. Yes. Bowl, okay, bowl, bowl, games. bowl games and yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's it's yeah. So bowl games lead up to national championship, right? I I, I literally wow. I I've never followed college football in my life. So you you have you have you have rankings that come out that are pulled by you know, it's stupid. Yeah. Okay. I'll it's have stupid. to I'll have to go do there's, my there's, own. There's, 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 question, there's, there's, it, it's a heavily vetted stru- structure, and it, it we used to have the uh, the what was it the until the the new system uh, it was a point system the BCS where no, it was like a soccer. point aggregate yeah soccer yeah. NASCAR not like soccer but like um, it, it's it's a, it's a viable comparison to give yeah. people like an understanding of there's a point system involved and we've moved along from that based on in, a, yeah. in like some way how okay. your schedule and like the teams um, you beat that it's based yeah. on that not like how many points you scored although that would be cool because the Big Twelve no he, I think he was year. saying points. Based off of no, like uh, what you like uh, you, points in the standings, right? So there were in BCS, yes, they took into consideration strength of schedule versus points scored, points scored against, and you would get some sort of yeah. number. But they've done away with that now. Okay. They moved on. To it's the this FBS. confusing, yeah. fucked up. Thing no, that's why I always get confused year. with soccer yeah. when they do that. Like for uh, that's special tournaments, goals. though. No, it's not. They do oh. it based. They do it based off of like what they did with that. But I anyway, think I can, a point. BCS is the one. No, not a point, just a question. Like BCS is the one that had the style points or whatever. Exactly, that's yeah. what I was trying to describe. Is that yeah, they had style points. They had, they had it was just a bunch of like like sabermetrics that came in. Uh, that's able to be quantified. Sure. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it, it's yeah. That's why that's it, it doesn't it make was, any sense, Nathaniel. Yeah, it sucks. It was odd, but still, SEC football is going to come back, but it's all going to be intra divisional. There's not going to be inter divisional play. So uh starts on September 26th. It's conference only. There's uh there's actually bye weeks. There's two per team. Uh all teams have off December 12th. There will be an SEC championship game Saturday, December 19th in Atlanta. Um and they do have some COVID uh procedures. They have some testing plans. So for coronavirus testing, there's three per week, two PCR, one rapid, uh by third parties. Uh can you say that one more time? So they're 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 doing three three coronavirus tests per week. Oh, okay. Two PCR, one rapid. Sorry, I thought you said only like uh, I thought you said at by week for some reason. I was like they're only doing it twice. Oh no 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 no. Like, so there's a by there's a. You said there's two by weeks. There's by weeks yeah. two per team. All teams are off December twelfth. Okay. Um, well, that's good. That's a that seems like a fair amount of testing. Yeah, so I think I think they're they're going to cover their bases on this, and that's that's they're trying to consolidate everything. Obviously, since it's all interdivisional this year, um, no interdivisional play. Um, so what I, what I found interesting is that uh, for the twenty twenty SEC championship odds, um, Alabama's heavily favored at minus one thirty. Georgia comes in next at plus two forty. Then it has a huge jump to LSU at plus seven hundred, Florida at plus eight hundred, Auburn, Texas A and M at plus fourteen hundred. Mississippi State, Tennessee, plus 10,000. Ole Miss, South Carolina, Kentucky, Missouri, plus 15,000. Vanderbilt, plus 25,000. And if you want to go out on a dime and maybe make some big bucks, Arkansas, plus 50,000. I can't believe so the I know, day has come that Arkansas is underneath Vanderbilt. That is so depressing. So I know LSU lost a lot of talent. Like, they're that bad, according to them. Like, they're not going to be that 
good. I mean, they lost the best player in college football. They lost a lot of best players yeah. in college football. Uh, Jefferson and then um, their center. They uh, had, what, 10 people drafted in the first round or something like that? Or first two rounds or whatever? I mean, it's college football, so the cool thing is, is you're constantly recruiting, so you're constantly churning, so... That's what I was saying. Like, I'm surprised they have that big of a drop-off after a championship. Yeah, so that, that was the number, uh, number one question on here. There's th- three keys to the SEC in 2020. Will LSU be able to replace departures for its star-studded championship championship team? Quarterback Miles Brennan and running backs Chris Curry, Tyron Davis-Price, and John Emery Jr. are charged with taking the offensive torch and running it after Joe Burrow and co. claim the national title. So there's some, there's some huge gaps to be filled, and I think it's just a matter of, you know, question. And you're playing – you know, some pretty weak teams are playing some pretty strong teams. It's, it's just a very consolidated schedule. There's not much room for opportunity to go in and put up some style points um, and, and be able to flaunt that. You so, know anything about Alabama's quarterback? About Alabama's? I do not, no. Oh, okay. No, Maybe I do not. later podcast. No, so this, I'm just, uh, this is just a little teaser. So I'm going to do some uh, homework for uh, this coming Friday to kind of preview college football in its entirety. And then I'm gonna do some more research to to see what's going on with SEC and, and their different components for for various teams. So, yeah, I just wanted uh, to go in and, and touch on you know what the structure was for the SEC and see kind of you know what was happening and what was expected for for uh, at least for odds. So yeah, that's it's very short, very brief little teaser for for this Friday. I'm gonna pontificate, SAT word a little bit some more on it. Uh, wow, this coming Friday. So yeah, thanks lo- for the I SAT word for the SEC. Do you? I love it. I oh. think, okay. No, it's great. He's a great pontificator. All right. Okay. Um, hey, Aaron, real quick before we go. Hey, as a moderator, thank you so much. Dude, no, hey, your, I was going to. Uh, no. Okay. But hey, hey, Aaron, you did a great job. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Brian, Aaron, Thomas, I think you guys all did a great job. You think I did a good job? I was uh, really happy to moderate this podcast okay. today. <laughs> and kind of keep the ball rolling make sure that we all get to the points that we need to get to you know we you know we had a great time talking today i think i'm gonna youtube a gunshot noise <laughs> is it gonna be jfk's <laughs> all right we're done all right hey guys thanks so much have a great night <laughs> later skater <laughs> this was love with the podcast this is your moderator nathaniel thank oh you oh my 